host, Prince Electro Diamond. And today I am here with one of the best asses on Twitter and Instagram, my friend, Mr. Pops. How you doing today, babe? I'm bloody brilliant. Thank you so much. Right. You are such a liar. <laughs> this is a god. What do you mean I'm a liar? I think it's the truth. It's all the angles. <laughs> I didn't say you had one of the largest asses on Twitter um, and Instagram. I said you had one of the best. Oh, well, then, yeah, right. That makes up for it, then. I wish. Oh, my God, this ring light. I wish I had one of the biggest. I'm getting there. I've actually started working out now. It's a, <laughs> I will say this. It's a lot of, as someone who has a big ass, it's a lot of fucking work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just... Just eat. Everyone keeps asking me in the messages and everything, like, why is your ass so big and everything? I'm like, food. <laughs> this is literally food. That's all I can give them. If my thing is, if it was like food and I didn't work out, my ass would get larger. But since I'm working out, my ass is getting smaller. So, like, even though I'm eating, it's not. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stop working out now then. <laughs> I don't want that for me. <laughs> Especially yeah. with the holiday coming up. I need, I need a. A rounded ass for those bleeding, swimming briefs and everything, or whatever the hell you call them. Swimming right. <laughs> Work. So. Oh, sorry. No, 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 you're good. So, okay, I know you told me this, but I'm going to ask this anyway. So, why were you curious earlier about how many inches a dick enhancement gives you? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> and. Do you know what? I don't know. It may be just a bit the way that my brain works, but basically, I think it's like the run up to the holiday and everything. And when I go on holiday, I always, when I'm wearing like, you call them speedos? Yeah. Or whatever you call them in like, even America. When I'm wearing yeah. them, I've always got like a really nice bulge in them, but I was just like really inquisitive to see how much extra I could add to it. <laughs> That's, That's literally all it was. Because it's yes, already a good size, but still. Well, that was the thing. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about your bulge before, but then all of a sudden you said that. I went to the last picture you did, and I went zoomed in, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck, this bitch complaining about?" Like, <laughs> well, because I also now I think so. You saw the video yesterday as well, the little whatever it was when I was on the chair and I had my legs up in the air. Yes. Yeah, so I think I'm at, I think I'm at that stage now. I think I'm going into making videos and all that for Instagram. But obviously, for some reason, even though I'm an ass person, it started off with a bulge instead. I don't know how that's worked. So now I'm like, oh, I want to improve it. I don't want to be like them guys on Twitter that puts bleeding toys down the boxes and stuff and tries to pass it off as a real a real dick. They're just have you seen them? I've well, I've seen somebody who's even crazier than that. They have oh. like one of those like extremely, extremely large fake penises oh. that they show off. <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't get it. No, it's like first of all, I was looking at this person. It looks it looks almost like the hose of a like a gas pump and i'm like who the fuck mm -hmm. wants something that big yeah. in their ass anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who i get more angry with though it's like because it's it's not right but like fair dues to them if they can do it and they can because they're literally conning people i mean most of the guys right. aren't even gay they're, they're all just like gay baiters 
But the, I think yeah. the people that I get more angry with is like the gay people in the comments that are like, oh my God, that knob or that dick is absolutely enormous. I would, I would let you do this or let you do that. I'm like, it, it's not real. It's literally <laughs> stop feeding into it. It's, have you saw that guy with, he's got like, do you know what? He's a beautiful guy. He's got like big bushy eyebrows. Um, he's always on it, but he's so infamous for putting toys down like his trousers and everything. And like photoshopping it, that now every single time he puts up a post, there's always these hero gays that I love that are always posting a like an article in his comments, like the biggest fakers on TikTok. R have, you ever, have you ever seen him on it? I've never seen that person. Oh my god, this guy's like infamous. He's got like Lamborghinis now and everything because he's made that much money out of conning people through putting ties down his trousers and stuff. It is, it's, it's, yeah, oh my, it's, it's insane. He just take he directs them all to his OnlyFans, which is like $15. And people are going straight on it. And I'm like, what are you actually going to see though when you're on there? Because these pictures of his actual bulge before all the Photoshop and everything. And, and it's nowhere near what he's trying to say it is with the bleeding 12 inch dildo just poking its way out. They have no shame. Which, yeah, which, first of all, everyone says that as someone who's taken big dicks before, it's not as easy as everyone fucking thinks. No, no, definitely not. It's, it's enjoyable, but still, it's not. I don't get... But, sorry, there's also, like, I think he's Go either ahead. Russian or he's German, and he's got, like, this beautiful body, and everything about him is beautiful, and he's got a really small bulge, but he didn't do anything with it. He just puts pictures up online, and I'm like... I would rather go for that guy any day over the guy that's putting toys. And they don't even put it in the right place. They put it, like, at the side of the hip. So you got people on the comments going, I didn't know, like, dick started on your hip instead of in the centre. <laughs> like, they don't care. They don't put any effort into it at all. They're just conning people. It's, Maybe I should do it. It's so, like, gross to, like, try and do that. And it's like... Well, actually, no. I would say that's bad. What would be worse is if they're, like, in a person's town and they're trying to charge people money. Mm, yeah. Well, that is, that's OnlyFans as well, though, isn't it? Basically. Well, yeah, but OnlyFans, you're at least looking at something. It's not like you're, like, showing mm. up and expecting something to be a certain size. Yeah, that's true. It's just so, like... I mean, it's weird. I'm like on the edge. I'm like, well, fair place to you for having no morals and being able to do that. I, I could never do it. But at the same time, it's like you are still conning people. I think it even gets me more because they're not even gay. <laughs> it's like you've got actual, you've got actual creators and everything that's on every platform. Gay creators that are trying the best to make a living out of doing this stuff. But then the money's going to someone who is faking the shit out of it at the same time. And it's like, puts a bit of taste in people's mouths. See, the minute I find out that, like, I'm following somebody and I find out that they're straight, I immediately unfollow them. Like, really? Yeah. I am very much yeah. that person. It's like, I want to follow gay people. I want to support gay people. That's yeah. why... That's why this podcast has been nothing but gay and bisexual people. Yeah, yeah. In fact, in fact, I had a straight person talk to me, and they're like, 
when are you gonna let me do your podcast? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna talk to you about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, like, I know exactly what you mean. That, do you know that Jake Pitts? Uh, I, I don't even think his name's Jake Pitts. It's Jake something. Or it might even be Jack. He is he's stunning. He's like got all tattoos. He's everywhere. You will have seen him. That name sounds familiar. He's massive on TikTok, massive on Instagram. He's just, he's got a face that you just love. And then, and massive, not about the same time. And I was like, I adored him for ages, but I know what you mean. Because the second that I found out he was just gay baiting, I was like, oh. It just, everything just went, now nah, I'm all right then. Thank you. And it's also, it's like, as of proof that I've made, there are enough attractive gay people out mm -hmm. there. Oh, and yeah. I will, yeah, and I will interview anyone that says yes to me. Like, I, yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I want to go down that avenue so bad. Not, not the conning people. I no. don't want to go down that avenue. I want to go down that avenue so bad, but it's really daunting because at the same time you're like, well, what is the actual point? Because you've got all these people that have already took all of the space. And people are falling for the tricks and everything. If like I started a Twitter and it, thankfully I'm getting quite a few followers on it, but I don't think I'm ever gonna get to the level that they're getting to because I'm not enhancing my photos and stuff like that. Well, Which it's also I would say, I don't know, maybe I think it's not this way, but I think it's also because of the fact that and I know it's sad to say that you're not in America. Mm, yeah. That may be like. Which I will say, like, I haven't gotten like a confirmed date, but like, I'll interview people. I interview you. I'm literally planning on. I am in contact with somebody who's in Australia. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, of course I'll interview you. I mean, we'll have to find out like a time difference. Working yeah. Out yeah. Shit, but like, of course I would. Like, That's true that actually. Because I guess when I, because religiously, I don't know why I put my stuff up at two o'clock and two o'clock in the afternoon exactly. I don't know why, but that is my time. So I'm guessing for you, that would be, uh, I don't know, but is that like 7 a.m. in the morning for you? Roughly, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess the engagement is just because when I was, I, I had a, what do you call it? I had a pr professional or a business profile on Instagram. I've took right. it off now. It was a bag of shite. Um, but I had one of them profiles and that showed you the insights of everything. And I'm yeah. too thick to work everything out. I just click buttons and takes me different places. And one of the places where it took me was it showed me what groups around the world was actually following me. And I thought I'm in the UK. I put it up at two o'clock. I put my post up at two o'clock. Yeah. I'm going to have a mainly UK following. And it said something like my following was 14% for UK, whereas America was at the top of the table. I was like, oh. And, and, and the thing is, especially, like, I can tell you this. From the UK, in America, I'm the first time zone you hit. So, like, right. if, if, you, if somebody's following you in Los Angeles, they're probably asleep when you're posting that. Like, yeah. Maybe I should change my um, times that I put stuff up to more of the American times, because obviously the UK don't like me that much. 
<laughs> don't like me right. as much as the um, Americans do anyway. Well, I mean, if you were posting at this time, like, mm-hmm. this is afternoon in my time zone. Yeah. So, Ooh, I mean, yeah, so, that's like, so, like, in L.A., it's crap. Actually, L.A., it's the afternoon, too. It's, like, the beginning of the afternoon. Oh. Maybe I should do that, then. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I, I just move to America. That would just sort myself out. I, I, well, I will say this. I know I told you not to last time. I'd love for <laughs> yeah. you to move. I'd, I'd love for you to move to America. I'd love it. Particularly if you were, like, close to me, because, like, I'd come hang out with you. Like, <laughs> I'd love that. I'd definitely love that. Because that's the thing. I want to move somewhere. But I'm like, I'm not going to know anybody. That's... Yeah. And it's like, especially now with this podcast, I'm, like, getting to know more and more people in Los Angeles. And I'm like, if it wasn't so fucking expensive, I'd move there. But that's, like, one of the most expensive places in oh, the I was going to say... Is Los Angeles then like our London kind of thing? London is extra. Um, I would say kind of New York City yeah. and LA are kind of like London. Yes, yeah, very expensive. Yeah, no, I couldn't do it. As even when you go down there, it's so I'm going on this holiday next week, and right. the amount that I've paid for this holiday and expenditure as well would get me about. Four days max in London. It is crazy over there. I love it. It's a beautiful wow. city, but my God, it's expensive. So, yeah. I need to go there. So, okay. So, okay. Mm. My next question for you is So, how long have you wanted to be in a throuple? I don't know. Do you know this is weird? I've really, I've overthought about that comment since we last spoke. I think it's just, um, I think it's just something I want to try out, kind of thing. Yeah. Because I was going to try it out in the relationship that I was in. Um, we was going to do it, but I really noticed that because <clears throat> I even follow the hashtag on Instagram, Gay Thruple, just because I love everything about it, and I noticed very early on that, um. It never just happens like you don't go out and have dates with a third guy, like almost like an interview kind of thing. It just, from the stories that I've heard from actual throuples, it just spontaneously happens here and there. So I'm like, oh, chances of that ever happening for me. Then again, I don't want to stay in relationships for too long either. So <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to happen. Really? So you're not so you're not like a long term person or like you can't see yourself being a long term person? No, I'm very fidgety, if that makes sense. I'm very like I can I can focus on it I can focus on one thing for so long, like a relationship, and then after that I'm like, I need to get out, I need to do something. So well I've never I mean, longest so far has been six years. So I've kind of just contradicted myself, but yeah, because in gay well, years, that's what yeah. 30, 30 odd years. You also may not have met the right person. Mm. Oh yeah, I told you I've been engaged twice. I know. Yeah. My first year on pay was absolutely awful. I don't also know why I get engaged so quickly as well. That's really weird. See, I will say that. So I was with the you say six years. The longest I've been in a relationship is a year. Yeah. And like 
we were talking marriage, but like <coughs> that's a little bit like I now noticed that was like my first relationship, and I realized that like you can't be like planning stuff like that a yeah, year yeah. in. You gotta be like at least two, three years in before like you can yeah. even consider like thinking. Definitely. I don't even think that's the thing, I don't even think I ever actually want to get married. Definitely don't want to ever have kids. That's never no, that's not in my books. Absolutely hate them. Maybe I should get together with you then, because I don't want kids either. <laughs> there you go, Matt made in heaven. <laughs> it's because I've worked with I've worked with them. That was one of my jobs. I've always yeah. been like either a carer or been in working in the hospitality and in the carer, it's always been either the elderly or yeah. young kids. And after working in that kind of environment, I'm like, my God, I never want a kid. <laughs> I don't know how families. Yeah, no, it's not and for it's, me. And it's also like, especially, I would say like the way I'm thinking now, I've spent so much time at home. Mm -hmm. Like the long, like I was, I had moved out for four years, but now I'm back. So it's like, once I leave again, I don't want to do anything soon anyway. I don't want to like, yeah, because like, I feel cooped up in a way. Yeah. You want to experience your life as well, don't you? Because you're younger yeah. than me, aren't you? I'm 28. How old are you? 28. I'll let you believe that I'm younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair news then. I was going no, to no, 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 no. Fine, fine, everyone. Probably yeah, people in my comments just say, like, admit your age. I'm 28, too. I'm turning 29. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I can't see your comments. Damn it. Um, no, 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 no. I'm saying later when I post this on Oh, YouTube. right, fair dude. Um, yeah, is you do want to still live your life. Because even though I'm 28, I definitely don't feel it. I definitely don't think I look it either, but I definitely don't feel that. I want to be out partying and everything. I don't want to be strapped down with a kid. That's it's awful. No, I will say that this, like... As I say, as long as I can pull off a younger age, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, like on my grinder profile, it says that I'm 25, and I'm not changing that at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair dues. Yeah, I think my um, I think part of the Mr. Pop's name, 96. I don't know why I ever picked 96. I hope it wasn't because it was a birth year because my actual birth year is 94. So I don't know why yeah. 96 is there. But oh, so you, oh, so you're turning, so your birthday, you're having, obviously it hasn't happened yet. Next month. My God, this ring light. Yeah, next month, May. And I'll be, I'll be 29. I know, I'm right behind you. My birthday, <laughs> is, the, my birthday is the end of June, like. Oh. Do you know what, though? I don't even think it's actually going to bother me, if I'm honest. I still look the same. I still, I still act the same. Well, well, that's the way I look at it. Like, I honestly haven't aged much yeah. since I turned like twenty twenty one. Like, I really haven't aged a lot. Yeah, I've just grown a beard. That's all. I mean, as soon as I shave my beard, I'm starting getting ID'd in shops again and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not so. grow in. If you want to stay looking young, do not grow in your facial hair. That will age no. you so quickly. I do it look. Plus, I just I just go from okay looking to absolutely hideous when I have a beard. So I think I'm gonna ever for stay like, forever stay looking a bit youngish anyway. Because well, 
it's actually a good point that you bring that up because it's like some people look great with a beard. Sometimes yeah. some people it's like they say, I want to grow facial hair. And it's like, well, now you make yourself look ugly. Like, <laughs> yeah, mine comes out patcher. I look like a, I look like some sort of Dalmatian when I grow a beard. Got a massive patch there. Patches here just doesn't look right in the slightest. Where I see guys online with these full beards that are all beautifully like cut and everything, and I'm like, you bastards! How dare you? Like I, I have that. Well, it's also I I've never grown out my facial hair because like obviously, especially now that I do drag like yeah. so often, I can't like. Yeah. Thank because I saw like a drag queen recently who like for years didn't grow out their facial hair and all of a sudden they did and like now when they're doing stuff I'm like that just looks so it looks so ugly to me it's like we have, we have a lot um I'm sure we, we have a lot of drag queens in the UK that do yes yes they'll, they'll do yes. color beards glittering it everything like that they they do they do the beard thing and they do yeah. like they let their leg hair grow out and they like wear stuff like and I'm like Listen, I get that. That's the UK. I'm in the US. I'm not doing that shit. I want to look good. I want to look yeah. femme. I want to look like... I think that's the amazing side of drag, though, is that there's, like, there's so many different takes and styles on it and everything. Yeah. So you can have the femme side. You can have... And then even what they do as an act, like, you can have the musicians, the singers, you can have the comedians and blah, blah, blah. I think... Drag to me is one of the most, I, I love it. It's one of the most expressive forms, I know, just because you can beat yeah. anything that you want a bloody big. I couldn't do it myself. I tried once and I absolutely failed. Really? It was terrible. Yeah. It just didn't go well. It was Pride in Manchester. And um, we had a beautiful drag queen working in the bar that I was in who did everything up for me. And I just failed. I made a mockery of drag. So I was like, I'll never do it again. I'll, I'll send a formal apology to everyone that I might have offended. Because the thing is, like, that's shocking to me. Because, like, you have a great face. So, like... What, far drag? That, well, I'm just talking about you have a great face in general. That usually makes for a great drag queen. Oh, I thought my nose was too big for it. Well, wait. Now I'm going to view in. <laughs> No, you have kind of. I mean, your nose isn't as small as mine, but it's like your nose isn't huge. You're gonna use. You're gonna need a lot of shading for my nose, though, just to make it look like it's not the main feature of the freaking face. <laughs> right. I, I hate my nose. If I could have ever have, like the dick surgery thing, if I could ever have actually plastic surgery anywhere, it would be my nose. Out of all of it, just shading. Well, you okay? I will say this: you can go down. Don't go the Michael Jackson route. Like no, no. I do the do the Henry Cavill or Savile. No, not Savile. That's bad second name. Um, Henry Seville. Or I don't know what his second name is. He's got a beautiful nose. He's got a beautiful everything. That bastard. But he's got like this really shaped. I love yeah. it. I love him. Yeah. Gay baby. <laughs> And he's a nerd. I love a nerd. Ooh, like, nerd. Yeah, they're like the best kind. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Nerd. Have I been in a nerd? Yeah, I think I've been in the nerds before. Yeah. 
Love him. I love it. I, I, had, love it, I had to think about it because, like, most of the time, like, I'm one of those people that, like, goes towards what I'm, like, what I can, like, attract. And that's usually, like, thugs. So that's... Right, right. Mine's, like, my music tastes. Like, do you know when people come up to you and it's like, what's your favorite type of music and all that? And I'm one of them that goes, I, I just like what I'm into on the day. If that makes sense. I'll be listening to so many different types. I'll be listening to rock one minute. I'll be listening to opera the next minute. I'll be listening to club and electric, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's honestly like that with men with me as well. I can like the big bears, daddies, blah, 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 one minute. And then the next day I'll be on something completely different. And I mean, when right. I'm in a dark room or a sauna, I like all of them, I guess. So. You like all of them. Got it. Slut. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> oh. So, would you ever consider making an OnlyFans? I have done before. I want I want yeah. to do one again in the future. Um, I have to delete it. I don't know if you ever saw the, the story highlight that's on my page at the moment about that asshole in work who basically tried to just destroy my life i had to delete it for that reason but definitely going to maybe well yeah maybe definitely gonna make another one again soonish when i get my body in the kind of shape that i want it to be in i fucking a i hate when skinny people say this they're like <laughs> sorry like, i need to get my body in shape it's like for what like you still yeah, you look, you look great. Like, I think because social media started out with me as a kind of confidence boost and a laugh yeah. at the same time. So I think that's the only reason. Because otherwise, I, I couldn't give a crap. Like, literally, my personality, I don't care. I'll sing in the middle of supermarkets and stuff. <laughs> I'm not bothered about anything to do that. Some reason, just my body and my features and stuff. That was the main driving force of getting onto Instagram. So I think it'll be the same with stuff like OnlyFans and Twitter. Yeah. I'd want to look at, not a certain way, I want to look like one of them stereotypical guys that's got the big rippling six-packs and blah de blah I'd love that, but I don't want to be that before I start an OnlyFans. I just want to be happy in what I, what yeah. I see in the mirror kind of thing. Well, first of all, I will say this. Like, abs are great to look at. I'm going to talk like I've ever had them, please. Um, <laughs> but it's like, that seems like a lot of work yeah. to keep them up. And like... Yeah, it's very true. I try, I try to do a workout. I bought a workout app and everything. Every single minute that I'm on Instagram and I'm going through all the reels or whatever they're called on Instagram... I'm constantly liking these beautiful looking guys going, oh, you only have to do this exercise for three sets for 10 minutes, blah, blah, blah. And I'll like that for later. I think all of my likes now is just videos like that and I haven't done one of them. <laughs> no, well, no, it's also it's also probably like bullshit. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, true. I think social media in general is bloody bullshit. That's probably why I took my time actually making videos and stuff. Just because I'm like, oh my god, what do I actually have to do? I don't ever want to do talking videos. 
I'll I'll be cancelled in a minute. Well, I mean, listen, we all are gonna be because Lord knows I'm interviewing people. At some point, I'm gonna say something. Like I don't yeah, know when. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say something, and it's gonna be actually. I did, <laughs> I did not this week, but last week I actually got called out on an interview by a guest when like they were doing something. I was asking him about doing like sort of like Latin music being white. They're like, I'm not white. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm oh. like, and I, I don't mind that. It's like, it's like, call me out if I'm wrong. Yeah. Like it's more it's the like, intentional side of things. So in it, like, yeah. obviously that, that wasn't coming from a place in you that hated that person in any sort yeah. of way or that was trying to harm the community in any sort of way. It's, and I would never, ever do that. But yeah. I've been getting scared with, and especially the way the TikTok algorithm crap works. I won't pretend to fully understand it, but like literally I watched one video on, let's say, trans rights, and every single video, nearly that follows now, is just a complete... My TikTok's turned into a political thing, whereas before it was just cats falling over and stuff like that. And now, and I'm like, oh my God, do I... It's like you can't say a thing. Not, no, that sounds bad. You've got to be very mindful of what you say. And I'm not that. I'm not that person. From the working environment that I have, I, I'd be too scared to actually make videos and actually voice my opinion on stuff because I'll be like, "Oh, people are going to hate me in a moment." <laughs> it's, it's a given. Well, if you if you do like. Theoretically, if you were to do like a show and you were to it's put opinion in the title, like yeah, you, you could get away with it. Like I used to do a show on Twitch called the opinionated bitch, where I would essentially just Ooh. like I'd like pick a topic, look up yeah. some facts. After I spewed the facts, I'd be like, Okay, this, 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 and this yeah. is what I have to say about this. One of them I was talking with somebody about is gun control. It's something to where like I see graphs and you're talking about like you have every other country like all the way down here on a graph and then yeah. you have the United States all the way up here on the graph and it's yeah. like people think like that's fine I'm like that's not fine at all that's one thing that's really bugged me recently and sorry because I'm not a political yeah. person in flightist I, I won't even pretend to know what I'm fully saying when I talk about these kind of subjects but that's one thing that has just flooded my TikTok recently. It's obviously the shootings that have happened. And for some reason on my TikTok, it's all about what gender the shooter was and stuff. And it's like, yeah, no, it's like, it's about that gun control, what you were saying. Yeah, that was, that, that was the, tra the that was the trans shooter that happened in. Mm. Yeah. And everyone was talking about that. It's like, and it's That's scary. Okay. It is, yeah. It's really scary because I've also got trans friends, um, especially from like the bars that I used to work in and stuff. And with the job that I'm in now, we because we have to go through a quality and diversity training. So the service users that we have, the people that I look after, we train, not train them. That's really bad. Um, we teach them in a completely different way as what people are seeing on TikTok right now, which is basically people's opinions but it's very aggressive opinions. It's like from both sides, which is really scary. 
It's like, if you do not agree with my opinion, you are wrong. Like, we literally have a woman. No, I might have, I'm so sorry, I might have misgendered someone then. We literally have a person in the UK, I think that have been cancelled now, who on the video said to part of the LGBT and has yeah. said to the wrong community, like, if you don't agree with my opinion, you're not gay, you're just sad. And it's like, no, people have their own set opinions on things. And that is yeah. actually a beautiful thing to have. Um, but yeah, that is what has been TikTok for me recently. It's just literally a bombardment of craziness. We don't teach us. Yeah, we don't teach our service users about that. We teach our service users about uniqueness and individual individuality. So we will have service users that are struggling to come out gay or are trying to understand basic parts of life, like being a different race, being a bit different sexuality. And what? Yeah, yeah, honestly, it's because it's people who's lived through trauma. So we, come, yeah. we get people that are at their wits end, really aggressive, can be very abusive and everything like that. And yeah, we, we teach when we do it. I've had people that are coming in that have had the mindset to unalive gay people and everything like that. And then there's me there. I'm the only gay person in the um, actual workplace. And I've had to work with these people. And the way that we teach them, we've 100% throughout time, we've had people coming in with these kind of mindsets and leaving like, I can't, ever, I can't actually understand that I've ever had that mindset before. But you won't get that on TikTok. TikTok's like a war ground at the minute. It's weird. So, in other words, you have people there like Kanye West. Um. <laughs> the nuts. They're absolutely nuts. That's why, like, I see that stuff. And at some point, my response is, for, like, his situation, you have friends. Why are your friends letting mm. you go out there and say this? Like, Yeah, yeah. Like, if I had a friend like that, I don't care if I got to fly on a plane, and I don't care if you'll hate me forever. I am putting you in an institution to, like, help you. Yeah. Because you need help. People kind of – and that's that's a part of our workplace as well, is, is understanding where these views have actually begun and everything. Because when I say, like, the amount of training that we have to do in our work is extensive, it's insane. I'm just going through a master's at the minute with it but you also have to do like psychology therapy epi epigenetics <clears throat> epigenetics everything and it's understanding also like so basically people will it sounds really weird people can have can be homophobic from past relatives i know that sounds so bizarre but it's no. the, the epigenetic epi, epi, oh my god can't even say it now epigenetics <laughs> it's part of that side of things where and it's the nature versus nurture side we have people coming in that have spat in my face took tvs off walls and smashed it over the back of my head like smashed windows of the house and then held the shards of glass to my throat and everything shouting every kind of hateful thing you can say towards a gay person don't face me i've worked in bars so i've had drunk straight people coming in before screaming stuff in my face but i promise you these kind of people the way that we work with them i've, I've walked out like i can't believe i ever had that view but and 
and know that if you took it, if you took them people to social media and they had them views, they'd be like, that person shouldn't be around. They won't get to know, like, these people have been brought up. It's a part yeah. of culture. It's another thing with culture is that, again, because of social media at the minute, people think culture is just um, down to race and sexuality and stuff. That's culture, like, people's... No. And, yeah, it's like, it's like, do you know when you think of, if I said, think of Asian culture, literally, straight away, you'll start thinking of this beautiful values and everything like that. But culture also has the dark side of things, where it's the way, unfortunately, kids have been brought up by abusive and neglective parents. And then they go on to foster their views. And it's like, that's where the hatred also comes from. Right. But I, I know at the minute, people won't be willing to teach them that they'll just go you're wrong get out of society okay speaking of that i'm actually going to skip i'm that actually for a while did it no 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 you bringing up culture i actually had a culture question in here oh it no. was it, it, it no it was towards the end but i'll ask it now yeah so do people of all ages make such a big deal about the royal family as older english and english people in the no. like living in the US do? No, um it's kind of like dependent on the person on the person. It used so the older generation um in the UK kind of are more fond of the royal family than anyone else to take much more of an interest in it. Yeah. My generation are kind of like, all right. <sighs> to to me personally, the the royal family are just like a kind of posher version of the Kardashians. They're just TV personalities to me. They don't do anything farmer they're like right it's and especially the amount of scandals of that has been coming out of them recently it's, it's well over the past few years it's hard to view them as this kind of respectable group that you look up to it's like hang on you've got child you know in your family you've got the amount of controversy that's come from bleeding the sons yeah, no, it's very, if if you go to different people in the UK, they'll either be like, oh my God, yeah, they're so patriotic. We love the royal family. And you'll get also people like me that like, I don't give a crap. <laughs> Just other people to me. Well, we'll see. That's why like when the queen died, I was the person like everyone was talking about it at my work. And then I'm mm. like, I'm like, who the fuck cares? Like, yeah. it's like, it first was, of all, yeah. Oh, sorry. She's an old no. She was an old lady. Of course, she died. She's fucking yeah. old. Like that's hello. It was, it was, yeah, it was very hard hitting for people of the UK. Even though I don't care about the, the royal family, and yeah. also I also take in mind things that have happened way in the past. And I know there's been changes. Blah blah blah. What people want to say, but yeah. I still never paid an interest in them. When the Queen died, it was so weird because although I didn't care, there was this massive shock. It's like everything stood still in the UK for a minute, only because the Queen, she was like, because she was a constant, especially in someone of my age and even older. I mean, she was, because she was so old when she went, she yeah. was basically there, whether we liked it or not, throughout our entire lives. So it kind of became one of them figures, you know, like a kind of, it sounds like a stupid um, connection to it, but do you know, like when kids are thinking of Santa 
and they've been there for so long and they hold them up with such high they hold Santa up with such high praise and then one day they just right. don't believe find it out the, yeah, find yeah, out that Santa's not real yeah, and it was not to that extent obviously, but because she yeah. was so around for so long and she literally did become a part of the family to every household in the UK, it was like even for people like me who don't give a crap when it happened, I was like, oh my god this is big, like, her passing, that was absolutely crazy. And right. now we've been landed with him, haven't we? So I can see he's trying to make changes and all that, and I can see he's trying to learn, but they should just get rid of the royal family. Um, don't need them. Because my thing is, like, I understand, like, when certain celebrities die. Like, mm. I know, like, and I'm going to use an example of an older celebrity. I love Cher. I know oh, yeah. the day I know the day that Cher dies it's gonna like get to me. Because yeah, like absolutely. or like Madonna, Madonna, Lady Gaga, like that. I'm not I'm not obsessed with like if the president died. Mm. Well actually, depending on which one. Yeah. But the other the other three that you mentioned have all been pillars yeah. of our community in some way or like some form of way. Yeah. They've all done something to help us. So, yeah, absolutely. When they go, uh, don't hate me for it, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even a massive Madonna fan or anything like that. Lady Gaga, to an extent, I'm not. You won't catch me listening to the music religiously or anything. Fucking ring light. I'm so sorry. It's peeing me right off. <laughs> but yeah. still, absolutely. When they do go, it's going to be like, oh, my God, that person who represented us for a certain amount of time yeah. who so much for us has actually gone it's like someone's well it is someone's left your life hasn't they? and it's yeah well just... i i know i rep, i mentioned u.s artists i know uk artists one of my like favorite probably like male musicians like gay is years and years like you don't like them <laughs> No, <laughs> no, I don't know why he's done nothing to me. He's, I yeah. he's the most loveliest person. It's just like the same with James Carden. I'm so glad that you guys have took him off of us. Oh, oh, I've heard. Well, this is the thing with James Corden. I've heard he's a fucking asshole, so I don't like him at all. Like, well, yeah, I, I went off the thought of James Carden. He did that show, Gavin and Stacey here. That was like one of the biggest hits, blah, blah. And then what, what did it for me was they had an award ceremony with him. And basically what he did was um, Gavin and Stacey got awards for every single thing at this award ceremony, but didn't get it for one particular category. And he kicked off a massive fuss. You know, like Kanye West with leading Taylor Swift. and Yeah, Beyonce. yeah, yeah. He basically did that. And I was just like, done, absolutely done with you. So when I noticed that he moved over the pond, I was like, good luck. <laughs> have that one if you don't want him no i want him to get canceled like yeah i am i am very much someone who if late night tv had one woman host i would yeah. watch them all the time oh yeah it's it, it's it's all men over here it's literally it's not only that it's all white men over here like uh, we have all elderly ladies white elderly ladies and that's <laughs> that is that is that is definitely not true at all. Oh, in a lot of them. We've got this show. I've hated it since the moment it came out. We've got this show um called Loose Women. That 
absolutely I, hate it. Well, okay. <laughs> I've I've only watched clips of it when they've had somebody on that I've liked. Like one of the ones yeah. I've watched of them was and I'm gonna use an American who's actually big over where you are, um, Anastasia. Oh my god, yes, Laura. Yeah, I, um, I love I love Anastasia. She's one of yeah. my favorite singers of all time. Like she came to my hotel once. I had to, she had some weird requests. That woman. Well, she only had one weird request, if I'm honest. But she she wanted her. If she want in a bedroom, she wanted nothing but she wanted no mattress, just wooden boards on a bed instead of a mattress. And we was like, <laughs> we went okay. <laughs> so we had to go out and source wooden boards so she could sleep on that instead of a mattress for the night. It's like, what a weird little. Even even that, it's like, it's like I don't care. Like I, you saying that like, I love her. She's like, and I found her from like somebody from. The uh, I think it was like Italy. Like put her Mm -hmm. in one of those like videos where they compare like the worst singers to the divas, and I heard that, and I heard Anastasia like. I heard. I'm like, who is this Anastasia? I fucking yeah. love her. Like, she's got such a distinct voice, hasn't she? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I've got her on. I've got her on my playlist. I think she's just she's brilliant. But yeah, no, we that loose women is utter crap. They've tried to do this thing. It's very very forced. And if you talk to other British people, they'll say the same. There's a lot of the guilt is showing in a in a lot of like. TV shows. So basically, they're trying so hard to prove to people that they're not like basically racist in any way and stuff like that. And you're like, hang on, we know we know your past and stuff. But basically, yeah. like, they try so hard at it that it's really cringeworthy to see. So recently, the whole entire cast of Loose Women has changed, which about time anyway, because I thought a lot of them were going to pass away with their age. But it's basically a show of women that literally just have really backwards views and it's this is you just have the view don't you where it's like a, yes it's, yeah, a, yeah yeah so ours is basically these this table of women that can say the most backwards things and be like but it's fine for us to say but if if blah blah if you say it then it's wrong it's like we have this woman on there who i adored because she was also an amazing singer but she turned around and related gay people to terrorists like who literally she was like well what if al-qaeda come in it was about a cake shop a christian cake shop that didn't want to put two grooms on top of a cake and it made the news it was like oh come on but but uh, yeah i would yeah this is like annoying me because like we had this we had this topic in the u.s Mm -hmm. like eight years ago yeah yeah, it might even yeah. have been the same topic. It might yeah. have been the exact because it was around that time with her. But she basically turned around and she was like, "Yeah, but it's it's okay for them to say no to putting two males on the cake." Which I'm I'm equally not bothered if they was to say no. They can do that. But she turned around and a part in shot was because what if it was like Al Qaeda coming in and asking oh, to put them on top of the cake? And I was like. She received so much backlash that she had to delete her social media and stuff. And she said it was because she wasn't feeling well. But she literally just related an entire community to a load of extremists. And he was like, right. I was like, this is, I hate UK TV so much. It's so well, bad. Well, okay. 
I will say this. You have, at least that I know of, you have one good talk show over there. Which That one? I would. Graham Norton. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that, man. He's so good. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm like, you have Graham Norton. You have something. Like, yeah. We used to have the Alan Carr show. If you've never watched yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, I yeah. love that, man. He's so, he's so good. But yeah, I stopped watching. I live on Netflix now. I don't watch UK TV anymore. It's That's just... the thing. Like, I, like, like my dad has like satellite TV, but like in my mm. room, all I have is like a Roku. So like, right. I live off of that. Plus, I don't get even time to with all the twenty-four hour shifts. I don't get time yeah. to watch anything anyway. The only thing that like I would watch on cable is Drag Race, but it's like mm-hmm. when I move, I'll just move into a city and go watch it. Yeah, at a bar where I don't have to pay for cable, like. And we don't get that here, I don't think. And I love that because I've seen that a load on like videos online and stuff. Where in America they don't have they don't have viewing parties. No, not really. Anyway, Jay, which is a bar that's in Manchester and in London, Mm -hmm. they did do it for a little bit, but I don't recall seeing it done anywhere else. And it is it's really fun idea because I've I've seen it on videos and I'm like, oh, I kind of love that. But I stopped watching Drag Race about two seasons ago now. I might pick back up with it. It just became a little bit too predictable for me. So I was like, oh, I'm kind of done with it. Well, I will say this. I don't... This season in the U.S. was, like, the first time where I actually knew, like, two of the contestants before they were on. So, like, they were actually, like, twins. So it was, like... Oh, was that um, the... Sugar and spice. Right, sugar and spice. Yeah, that was, yeah. I knew them before they went on. Like that oh, was the yeah. only reason. Like, but like this is the first season I had watched one, and I'm like, I know who that they are. Like, oh, I love that. I I don't know any of them in the bars. We used to book a lot of them, so I was always in the smoking area with kimchi. She was amazing. Yeah. But the, whoever the person was that was with kimchi at the time was awful. Um, I think it was just someone that was looking after her. But oh. I was like, yeah, I was outside. It was my workplace. So I was outside having a cig and kimchi came out. And we were both just having a cig with each other and laughing. It was like, you can't be talking to kimchi. What? Why? She's just another human being. Um, and yeah, I've met loads of them off of it, actually. I can't think who my, which one has ever actually like peed me off, though. Alyssa, Alyssa Edwards um, arrived three hours or two hours later. Girl, girl, don't, don't tell me that. That, 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 Well, that's Alyssa Edwards' reputation. It's like... I was like, wow, I wish I could do that. And it's like, I don't know. For me, like, in terms of, like, trying to get stuff done on time, Yeah, it was, like, drilled into me starting in high school because I used to be in, in, like, chorus in high school. And, like, I had someone who's, like, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, don't bother showing up. Like, I've that was that. drilled into my head. Like, yeah. Definitely. That's why, I, like, I, when I, I hear drag like queen, when I hear drag queen showing up three hours early, I'm like, bitch, I feel bad when I show up 15 minutes or when I start something 15 yeah. minutes late. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't be late. I'm coming out of that a little bit now, but my God, I feel like. I'm feel I'm feel unwelcomed in the place straight away if if I'm un, if I'm late in any sort of way, but yeah she's we was we had a bar called Cruise One Hundred and One and she like literally we was waiting 
And we're like, she will be starting soon, guys. I promise she will be starting soon. <laughs> it's like two to three hours rock by and she finally come in, swore at everyone, did like a did a show and everything, which was amazing. And it was yeah. like, bye. And walked out. I was like, wow, I love that. I wish I had that kind of I don't know. That, um, that's that's so diva. I will say this. If I were to ever like sing live somewhere, I couldn't do that because yeah. I have to do sound check. I have to make sure my mic's mm-hmm. going to work. I have to do all that. Like there's so much like as a musician where you just can't, you have to yeah. show up on time. Like, yeah, I think the most unprofessional one that we had was Fifi O'Hara. And it's literally because she just didn't turn up at all. She's like, no, can't be bothered. And just didn't. We had people waiting. And yeah, she's just like, oh, actually, guys, by the way, she's cancelled last minute and she's not coming. It's like, no reason. She just decided she didn't want to do it. Like, wow, you can't do that to people. Well, I mean, look, well, now Fifi O'Hara is not doing drag, so maybe she did have a reason. Uh, right, fair dues. Oh, I don't keep up on it as much as I used to. I used to, I used to absolutely love it. And then it just, I don't know what season it was. But I could literally predict what was going to happen in the next episode. And then, of course, I saw a lot of drag queens on, because I followed the Trixie and Katia show um, religiously. Absolutely. Yeah. It actually got me out of some dark times, that that like, yeah. show. Yeah. Um, I was watching that. And then, obviously, you get loads of suggestions of other things to watch because you're watching that. And it was just a load of drag queens like, yeah, the, the cameramen turn around to us and say, right, we want you to make up a conversation with this person. I'm like, oh, so the illusion of it went for me then. I was like... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I haven't stopped watching it. I know all this stuff, but it's like, yeah. in terms of me auditioning for it, I don't think I would do it, mainly because I would get read for stuff that like I don't do. Like, right. I, don't, I don't pad, honestly, because I don't need to. Yeah, I don't think that's a yeah. I, I don't think that's a problem because uh, yeah. it's all about individual styles of drag on there, and that was a big problem at one point with it as well, wasn't it? That, yeah. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that oh, no. I know. Oh, I know. No. I would get. I would get read for, but you know, I know how to like disguise it. I don't tuck either, so it's like <laughs> I knew that was so, coming. <laughs> so it's like, hey, why not confuse people? It's what we're here for. <laughs> Go down well, but. But it's like my view is like to me, especially like being a live musician, it's like, okay, so I'm already zipped up into a bodysuit. I already mm-hmm. know that I'm not gonna be able to pee anyway. So now you want yeah. me to stick my dick up and like stick and I, you want me to be even more uncomfortable yeah. than I already You're am. No thank for you. A lot of <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm I like couldn't. I have a lot of respect. I could not do it. No, I couldn't do it either. Like yeah. And the thing is, that's what I was saying before about drag as well, though. Is all the different avenues that there is of it, all the different personalities, you don't need to. Like, yeah. that's just one That's just one section of drag to be ultra-feminine, like, to really try and make people guess and everything. But we also have drag over here, which is, is a group of nuns that literally have beards, wear sunglasses, but are dressing up as nuns. And they're hilarious. They're absolutely yeah. brilliant. They support a really good cause and everything. But still, it's like, I wouldn't walk up to them and go, drag on first appearance. So you don't need to fit into a certain type of box with it. That's what I love about it. No. Still, could never do it myself, though, still. I tried. Failed. Right. 
Okay. I'm going back <laughs> to my question. So if you could move anywhere outside of the UK, where would you want to move? Grand Canaria, 100%. Where I'm going in a week. It is, it's yeah. my home away from home. That the, this, the, the locals that live there are just beautiful. Not, but off, yeah, beautiful in both senses. Such nice people. But it's like one of the most welcoming gay places ever going. And that's what I want for myself in the future is just to be somewhere where I'm not particularly too afraid to be who I am on the streets and stuff because I still won't hold hands with anyone over here really oh yeah people will it might just be my own little qualm but i won't i yeah can't do it don't like it 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 makes me feel unsafe straight away so i just don't well i mean i've done it before like i've like kissed a boyfriend in public before but i Mm -hmm. but i also like the size of me i look like i could beat the shit out of somebody like yeah so nobody's gonna mess with me like as I, i can hold my own as well easily i've done it i've had to do it yeah. quite a few times i've also been beat the hell up but i can hold my own with people it's just that i think it's that avoidance thing where you i tend to not put myself in that situation to begin with and it's like i will walk through our city center in manchester i'll walk all yeah. around it and if i'm with someone i will not hold hands as soon as i get to the gay area i'll hold hands kiss and everything like okay, that yeah quiet. yeah Right. Yeah, it's really weird. However, when I'm in Gran Canaria, I don't think it's just because it's a holiday, because I've been on holiday in places and still haven't held hands and kissed. But I just feel myself when I'm there. Everyone's lovely. And it's right. like biggest gay atmosphere. If you ever do do a, like, a pride once in your life, you need to try out Gran Canaria. It is phenomenal. Right. It's also really That's- dirty. It's too much sex. That's probably why I like it so much. There ain't nothing wrong with sex. Like it's ruthless over there though. They opened up they opened up Grand Canary when it was mid-COVID. And it was like, right, we'll relax things. People still have to wear the masks. You can't um dance and all that. So they still had a lot of restrictions in, but they were trying the best because because it's just a small island. It yeah. really suffered money-wise. There was like we're gonna Gay Pride over there is the well, Pride is like one of the biggest money earners for them. At one point, just for one week, they earned 10 million through it. It is massive. And they let Pride go ahead, even though they didn't, they wasn't planning on doing it. And COVID rates shot up because everyone right. just wouldn't stop fucking. <laughs> it was just like, we passed that shit around in a minute. It was right. brilliant. So, speaking of sex, oh yeah, my next question is: Have you ever had sex in public before? Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Quite a few times. Um, it might actually just be easier to list off the places that I've. I've definitely never done it on a train before. Right. Um, that's about it. Everywhere else, fair game. I've done it. See, my thing is. At least when I've done it, I am a person, but we're not doing anything during the day. Right. Like, you want to do stuff at night? I'm all about that. I've had people invite me to, like, places at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and they're like, we're going to go in this bathroom. I'm like, are you fucking insane? 
Of course I'm not doing that. I've done it. As long as I'm not around people, obviously that's a given, but I mean like, um, as long as it's not a risk of getting caught, because I don't want people to see that. I don't yeah. want people to see what I'm doing and everything. Yeah, so, like um, I, yeah, like I would do something like in like a um, like quote unquote family bathroom at a mall where you could like lock the door, but like yeah, just being out in public, not knowing if you're gonna get caught. No, I'm not. I, I love it. I mean, even if you went on my Twitter and you saw the amount of accounts that I'm following, I think like half of them are all just like one of them's like cruising this, cruising that. And I don't know why, it just fascinates me. I love it. But I've even... Oh, well, like, when you go Gran Canaria, they've got sand dunes there, which basically just looks like a desert. And one side of it is all just for gay guys going up. We call them the meerkats, because when you're looking out over, you'll just see naked guys stood there just, like, looking for people. And it's it's bad. It's rife. It's so rife that they um, endangered a species of lizard with how much they was fucking... On the um, sand dunes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we went. That sounds <laughs> nuts. Like, yeah, it, it went in the news and everything. I, I was crying with laughter. Basically, what they did was it was banging so much in the dunes and leaving the condoms behind that the lizards were eating them and dying. So they nearly the gays nearly wiped out a species of li um, lizards in Gran Canaria. Leave it like, up to gay people to be like so fucking irresponsible. <laughs> And so it's a creative way to kill off a species as well. I loved it. But they don't stop. They're still doing it. Even though police patrol the beach and everything. They're like, oh, still, bang's the bank. No, because, like, there. for example, like, I would say, like, the place that I used to work in Orlando, like, it was a gay hotel, but you used to see stuff all the time. I, I literally mm -hmm. saw somebody, like, in the middle of the courtyard like making out with somebody and pulling their pants down as they were like in I the middle that. of the courtyard. I and it's love like, that. <laughs> in it's the gay hotel. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Oh I, yeah, I love that. Yeah, but the cops were there. Like the cops were like right outside. Oh. Do you know what I do wonder though, because it always pops up because of the amount of cruising and public stuff I actually follow on Twitter. I always see it's always in America. It's never anywhere else. But like they look like prides and stuff. It's just a big street party. And people are just like fucking in the street. And there's people watching, like there's people just going past and stuff, and they're just banging in the street. I'm like, Where that could not be America. There's no way that can be America. Yeah, like, so, I've heard American accents. I mean, uh, if it's not wherever it is, I'm moving to. But I just need to find out where it is because <laughs> it just has like, oh my god, it's just people just stood there at a big party, just like watching them. I was like, well, that's I will... Well, I will say this, like, speaking of this hotel, it's it's not open anymore. I, I oh. wish it was. I wish it was. They closed during COVID because they just couldn't, like, afford to stay open because yeah. they didn't have, like, enough business, like, getting people yeah. to check into hotels. So it was, like... Happened to a lot here, too. Yeah. yeah. But, like, when I used to perform, there used to be, like, this guy that would, like, hit me up after I was done. And, like, he's like, do you want to get your dick sucked? I'm like, yeah. So we used to, like, go back. There was, like, a beach... And like, oh. I let him do his thing, and like, that I left. I, yeah, I did like, I did like ten times probably. Like, <laughs> I've, I've only ever the only job that I've ever been in that's been like that is was a gay sauna that's in the center of Manchester, 
and um, it was all fun and games and everything. You literally, they said on day one when they was training you up that you literally couldn't do anything with the guests that was coming to use the service. And we was like, oh, all right, well, of course, that's the only reason why we're working here. So <laughs> it's like, we'll tell you that we're not going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you probably got paid. You probably got paid shit anyway. Like, it, yeah, but so it, it just all took a turn. Someone died, and there was like, all right, we're not working here anymore. Then <laughs> we're, we're done. So I've not, I've not been there since. Right. But I thought I'm working one of them ones again. Definitely. That was like literally you was getting paid to just go in and bang people. <laughs> not making myself look good, am I? <laughs> no. I mean, you're being real. That's shit. Yeah. That's why I say things. That's why, like, somebody, when they hit me up, they're like, you're so open and honest with your guests. I'm thinking, yeah, that's how you get people to trust you. Like, Yeah, I was going to say, it's truthful. Yeah, it's, I like that more than watching someone who's clearly watching what they're saying every two seconds. You're like, oh, God, this is boring as shit. That, I like it when people are just, yeah. don't give a crap. It's better anyway. So, how old were you the first time you had sex? Oh, um, I'm gonna hazard to say I was like 15, 15 or 14. Lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a good, it wasn't even a good setting as well. Like, bear with me because it's gonna start off sounding like I've had sex with an old person. I've not, I promise. But it was in a retirement home. <laughs> so it was not the kind of beautiful, picturesque, what you always fantasize in your first time is gonna be. It was literally I met the I met someone that I knew was gay for the first time and I was like, we, we should bang. Because I know you're gay, you know I'm gay. So we're safe, let them do it. And um, it was someone my age, but we were both carers at the time, kind of carers. Yeah. We was volunteering, so it was like toilets now. It's like, yeah, all right then. So yeah, I don't even. Really oh, you were volunteering, so it didn't even matter if you got fired. Like, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was like, right, this is clearly going to work. But yeah, I've, I actually wish it would have been done in a different way, not necessarily more romantic or anything. But like, I can't even remember a proper thing about it. It was just, nah. It was but just like having a hook up in a bar. As someone who was older, because like, well, okay. I always say I have three answers when this is like, I sucked dick at a certain age, yeah. I topped at a certain age, and then I bottomed at a certain age. So it was 21, 22, and 23. So it was like... Yeah. And the reason why I started topping first, I don't like topping. Like, that's just not my thing, but it's like... I don't mind it. I, really, I get really, bored. Really like it. I get bored. Like, oh, really? Yeah, I do. It's just... I don't like the workout side of it, but I like, I do like, for some reason, I get a different personality when I'm a top rather than when I'm a bottom. It's very weird, but I like it. But the reason why, like, I had, like, was so, like, anxious about being a bottom is because, like, when I, like, started doing stuff with guys, I had this guy who was, like, kind of, like, a little bit forceful and he, like, Mm. tried to go in me with no lube and like Oof. oh no that is one of those things where I'm like I am never doing this 
again. Yeah, not the great first experience that you wanted. No, and I'm like, now it's like, uh, I want to say I could take almost anything, but I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't, I'm not loose. Like, that's. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing wrong with being a loose person anyway, I don't think. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm not loose, like, as in, like, physically. Like. Yeah, like. Wait, so, yeah, loose as in, like. My hole's not loose. My hole's yeah, very tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any problem with that. What? Yeah, no, I really don't. I don't. In fact, to some extent, I enjoy it more. Because really? I've also been in scenes. It's never happened to me, but I've also been in scenes where people get fisted and stuff like that. And so it's like. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, no. <laughs> I, I no, I had someone who's like, I'm into that. I'm like, great. You're not doing that with me. You could do it with somebody else. I'm not volunteering for that. No. But I, I, just, I did it unplanned one night, and I was like, oh, okay, then. Well, we're here now, then. This is where I've arrived. It was just, it was a lot going on. There was, there was quite a lot of us all in the same room. And someone was like, right, you'll so... go. And literally took their hand out and put mine in. I was like, whoa, here we go. Oh, oh you did it to somebody. You haven't oh, had yeah, it done. Yeah. You haven't had it done to you. No, but I don't know if, I, if I'd do it one day. Am, am I am I naive in thinking that if I do it, it's going to cause like irreversible damage? Damage. Uh I would. Well, listen, I've seen I've seen crazy shit. So like a fist mm. is like nothing. I saw somebody yeah. once. Don't, okay, don't ask me how I saw this, <laughs> but I saw somebody once like sitting on a traffic cone, and I'm like, oh, I've seen stuff like that. And I'm like, and I'm like, but how could a man bring you pleasure if? That's what you're looking for, like. Yeah, I've yeah I've had that. Well, it's still gonna feel the same for them, though, isn't it? It's, it's still gonna be sense. It's like because it's basically your prostate in it, which yeah, and that's not gonna move no matter what kind of size or objects you put up there. It's it's not gonna be. It might not be hugging you anymore, but that prostate is still gonna be there. So you still bash in the same area. I bet it still feels the same. Yeah, but it... Yeah, but it also... Like, ugh, it sounds painful. Like, I love it. <laughs> I really do. I'm not talking about being fisted. I'm talking about, like, taking a traffic cone. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, like, yeah, no, I've not tried that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's because I've been with, like, quite a few guys that have been loose before, and it's just like, so much better because then I can, you could, well, to put it bluntly, you can last a lot longer as well. So I always appreciate that. I hate that yeah, one. I am someone like, I love multi-comers because it's like, mm. it's like because the fact that I'm so tight, like, oh, I, I need someone. My friends with <laughs> benefits is, he is someone who can like go. I think after about four loads, I need to clean out. <laughs> How does he do that? <laughs> what the hell? It, it's, it's just one after the other. <laughs> I do one. I get... I, I do one. I go silent. I get cake from the fridge. I put my headphones in and listen to ballads. And I'm done. My interest in sex is gone. Straight after that first... Well, when I... Boom. My interest in it is is gone. I'm elsewhere. I'm saying sorry to Jesus, and I'm getting in bed early. 
but like I could not I don't get the people that can go like once and then just give it a tiny bit longer and then oh I can go again I'm like oh god no well no you're you're talking about somebody who's taking a break I'm talking about his dick never leaves me like no can't I wish I wish <laughs> no he's very he's very good he's that. very good he's very oh, good I please. like him a lot if I've had a crap ton of like drinks, no, not drinks. Actually, drink don't need to be involved in it. If I'm in the right environment, say from like I'm on a, a, one of the gay cruise ships or in a sauna or something, oh my god, go over yep. and over again. But I can't do the multi. I can't multi like he does. Gee, that that's a gift sent from heaven. That right, I can't either. Like I'm someone like. You think it's something that you can train to do? Because I'm. Well, well, okay. Body. I I know this about him. He doesn't like jerk off at all so like maybe oh, that's good <laughs> that's a daily occurrence unless i'm in work i can't do it when i'm in work obviously same but that's same. a daily, yeah. daily occurrence that same i i used to be like a night person but then like mm. all of a sudden i just transitioned to like doing it in the morning and i because I used to have that mindset of like, well, if I do it in the morning, I'm not going to get any work done. I'm going to be like unproductive. And then I'm like, literally my thing is I can't do this anymore with my new work schedule. But I used to be like, jerk off, take a nap, wake up, go to work. <laughs> and my, like, my hits me at any point of the day. It's like I'll almost forget that I enjoy doing that. And then at some point of the day, it'll be like, oh, it's time to do this now. Oh, right. Okay. Twitter. Boom. 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 boom, boom. Straight away. <laughs> so yeah it's never am i right to run to the toilet really quickly yeah go ahead. yeah because this place is going to get flooded in two seconds Sorry about that. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> All right. Oh. So. Right. So my next question. I think this is going to be a lot, but ideally, okay. how many times a week would you have sex if you could have sex like a set amount of times in a week? What, like a kind of. How many days in the week would you do it? Or like literally a total amount of what you could do? You could give me both. I'm like... Daily. Love <laughs> that. <laughs> Daily. But... Same. Yeah. I'd like to... Yeah. Meet new people. Not necessarily like the same person every single bloody day of the week. Um, 
Yeah, and as many times as possible. People people on the Instagram leading messages will will definitely know already. I still need to get back to a lot of them. <laughs> this is not working. Yeah, daily would be amazing. Yeah. You've seen the content that I put up daily. It's clearly because yeah. I'm always like, <laughs> I'm redder. Give me more. Right. In an so... ideal yeah, in an ideal world. Mm. Although, although I also feel like that's something where, like, that's a great fantasy, but like, then once you start like doing it, yeah, it get boring. I think they would, unless. That's why I probably was thinking like the kind of not necessarily with tied to the same kind of person kind of thing. I think if it right. was you meeting someone else here, there, and everywhere. Oh, right. That sounds really slutty of me. I just mean different people in general. <laughs> I don't know. It's always like a really nice experience to do it with someone new. So I think that's the way I'd be all right doing it more often right. than not. But when you like when it's just normal bog standard sex, yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, but I've, I've, I've perfected the technique with my hand. I'll rely on that. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> it's just boring sex. So, leading to that question, have uh -oh. you ever bet? Have you? No, no, this is good. <laughs> have you ever been in an open relationship? Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Been two, and it was each. Both of them were completely different from the one previous. Um. Only because my take on it. So I've been the one that's instigated it both times. Um, but f oh, it sounds so... I know there's going to be people like, oh, shut up, you're just not happy. And it's not that at all. Um, it's actually the complete opposite. I've had open relationships because I was so happy and was like, oh, my God, let's try something new. Yeah. Right. And we would... There was always... There's always set rules and everything as well. Like you'd never so some of the rules that i had was like never do the same person more than once because it's does it sound bad we was kind of just using them as like a tie we weren't getting to know them in any way it wasn't like we wanted to be friends with this person it was just like no like that doesn't sound bad at all like that yeah we were just having like a bit of a thrill night so it was like right we'll get this we'll find yeah. this program grinder or whatever but then we would make sure that that is the first and last time that we'd see that person because we we equally didn't want them to get the wrong idea as well that we was kind of like open for it at the time it was just because we trusted each other so much like we also wouldn't do anything separately i'm not that kind of person i've thought about it and i can't be i think if my partner was to turn around to me and go oh, i've just shagged this person while you were out doing get off you and um, i've just <laughs> I've just shagged this person while you was at work or something. I'd be, I'd be like, no, no, not at all. That kind well, of stuff can get me off. I mean, to that end, I have also been mm. in open relationships. Like the first, the first boyfriend I was talking about, because eventually we moved in together. We moved in together like seven months into a relationship. And right. then, like, he cut me off from sex completely. Oh. Later, I found out that they were transitioning in my apartment right. and didn't tell me. So, like, they were hiding something. But, like, yeah. it's bad in a relationship 
if you're in, if you're physically in the same apartment as me, mm. and I'm having to tell you that I need you to leave because I want to have sex, like, yeah, that's not. Oh, I totally and, understand that. And then, like, the second relationship I try to do with it only lasted a month, but it was like, it's like we had established, as you said, established that rule of not doing stuff not together. Yeah, yeah. I I was at work one day and he had two guys come suck him off while I was at work. And then he got mad when I, then he got mad when he went to work and I had somebody come in and fuck me. So it was like... Yeah, I could not deal with that double standard. And I know for some people it will work. So that's why I don't talk about it in a way that I'm like, oh God, no, but never, could never. I just mean, not if that particular way isn't right for me yet yeah, it could be one day um but yeah it was it's always been a kind of i trust that person so much that let's do something together as a as a couple still and yeah. i mean i've seen guys talk about it online as well they're very happy in this in these kind of relationships and you see the comments and it's like oh my god if you're gonna be like that then just leave clearly you don't love each other and i'm like actually it That's... can be the complete opposite reason. It can be because you love each other that much that you trust each other that much to do something like that. But and, yeah. and it's and it's also the fact of like, at least for me, I am one of those people who are like, overall, I don't catch feelings unless we're kissing at some point. Right. So like, I can have sex with you and like, not feel anything, but it's like. Yeah. The minute we start like making out, that's where like feelings start to get in. So it's like, mm. I used to catch feelings so quick. Not anymore, but like literally, boom. <laughs> that person looks at me. We're destined for each other. <laughs> that's how it used to be so quick. That was the early days. So that was like eighteen upwards. So, the only what? the only time I've had a crush like that recently was, I'm not gonna say like who it is because it's somebody who's been on my podcast before but it's like it was just like me talking to them and they just seems like such a great person like when they're talking about like being in a relationship i'm like this is the kind of person you should be in a relationship with like somebody who's like supportive someone who's like not going to judge you somebody who's like just open and realistic as well that kind of yeah and also, I don't mind. Well, okay, I don't mind. I am a person like I don't mind being in a relationship with a drag queen as long as what we do is not the same thing. All right. Okay. Oh. So like, if they're a lip synker, like yeah. that's not my, that's not my thing. So like, you can wow. go off and do that. What do you think? Why do you think that is? Because that's very that's that's quite um, specific as well. That isn't it? Like, what to like not do the same thing? Yeah. Because it's a little bit, it's a little bit of jealousy. Because like, oh. if I were if I were to be with someone who's a musician who's like a drag queen, I'm, and they were like getting more gigs than I did, it would be like, oh, I see. It'd be like I would want to be supportive, but I know at some point, like, it'd turn into a like. You you'd be evaluating their work a lot, wouldn't you? Right, like, very why? very much. Yeah, and especially if let's say for let's say if it was the way, say if they were at a bit that's 
at a more progressed level than you was at, you'd kind of be like, yeah, they're at that level, and I'm at, yeah, I do understand it. But yeah, so you'd rather go for like the kind of the comedy queens and the pad, like not pageant. Um, comedy. Well, I don't know because I've always felt like that's something I've wanted to do. I just haven't yeah. done it. Like, I can definitely see it with you. 100%. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, but I don't know. I feel like that would be something I'd more explore in the city because it's like, I can't say like, like my favorite joke about me like fucking black guys. It's like, it's a joke. It's like a self joke of myself where it's like. I fucked so many black guys that my ass is a stop on the Underground Railroad. So it's like <laughs> one of those things where it's like <laughs> it's pretty brilliant. It's it's like it's like you can't you can't you can't say that in front of a straight crowd of people. Like no, they do not yeah. get our humor in the slightest. Yeah, it is like <laughs> no, definitely not. <clears throat> the, the, you know when um, the oh, uh, the Vivian from season yeah. one of UK, yes. so she, oh I told you last time didn't I? she was in um, the place where I'm going to now Grand Canary she worked in one of the bars there I can't remember what the bar was called I think it, oh Sparkles that's where she was doing all of her gigs in Sparkles yeah and it was that like you said it's she had that type of um, humor as well it was so good but it's as much as it's a gay resort to go to, it's also a very family resort. So we'd all be sat in there getting absolutely pissed as far as like drunk. And then um, the gays would obviously be loving it because you'd be saying some stuff that was yeah. so cutting and like touching the line sometimes that you'd be like, oh, I don't think I should actually be laughing at that. But the straight audience would be like, oh my God, these people are disgusting. Just would not get it in the slightest. And I was like, I love this. This is my kind of humor. And it's also like, yeah, it's like that sick, twisted, like inappropriate, like, like I am also someone who like, so my mom's not alive. So it's like, I make jokes about my mom, like yeah. knowing that she can't get offended. She's not here. So it's like, <laughs> I do the exact same. But yeah. I do the exact same about people that have passed in my family. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, um, a really, what's the word for it? For, again, from where I work and everything, it's a really like valid response to grief in that way. Is right. that we even got taught in first aid training as well of all places. We get trained it in therapy as well, but um, yeah, but it's that big there. It's even in first aid now for some reason. Um, but yeah, they were saying like how people have actually you can get looked a bit. People look at you in a certain way, don't they? When you do when you do jokes like that about past relatives or dark humor yeah it's, it's a very valid that's what my humor is yeah I won't, I won't respond to something by getting upset and down you'll have that initial period but like when my grandma yeah. when my grandma passed away now all my jokes are about her when yeah. we're talking about it it's always in a jokey sense of people are like he can't say that i'm like i absolutely can she was my grandmother <laughs> and she exactly. knew how much I loved her. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I totally understand. Yeah. So, okay. Next question. Uh -oh. What is your relationship to drugs and alcohol? Alcohol, very friendly. Love it. 
Um, I mean, I've just drank a glass of whiskey yeah. while I was chatting to you. Um, yeah. Love it. Um, only because of the scene where I used to work and the gay scene yeah. in general is very filled with alcohol, especially drugs in the UK. Like, my God, that, you cannot that, go to... It's just every two minutes when you're in a bar. That, that's not a U. That's not a UK specific thing. Oh, that's a US no, thing yeah, too. Yeah. But it's it's become more prevalent, if that's the word, over the past few years. It's always been there. We've had a big drug scene in the past, in like the nineties and everything. But I'm yeah. saying, like, in like the gay bars and everything. Again, I know it. I know it's always going to have been there, but I've seen it more recently. Like, even from people that I wouldn't expect to take anything, would be like. Have you got some of this? Should we go and get a bag of this? And I'm like, oh my god, wow! It's it's massive. It's massive now, and yeah, I've, of course I've done stuff in the past and everything, but yeah, I don't rely on it. I can go on a night out and happily go without it. See, and I'm yeah. like, and I've said this to multiple people. I love I love asking this question just to see where mm. people are. Like, that's where you find out like when people are sober and stuff. But like. Alcohol, I'm like a social drinker. Yeah. And drugs, I've never abused anything that's like illegal or prescription wise, but I did have like a four month period of time before like I would go to the doctor for my feet where like I was abusing ibuprofen every day. Like I was taking, I was taking like 18 to 24 a day. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, I get scared about taking four a day because I feel like I'm going to OT with it. <laughs> it's like, wow. It, it's a lot. As I say, like, yeah. as I tell people, I'm like, I'm surprised I didn't do damage. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it can really happen. It happened to my boss. He was taking, I think it's called Tramadol, which is just a strong pain reliever. Absolutely obliterated his livers, I think it was. His livers or his yeah. kidney, whichever it was, completely ruined it. But, yeah, no, round ads is more the illegal side of things. You, you see, you see, every, you see everywhere and everybody, don't you? So, well, well, okay, I will say this. I don't know this about the UK. What's illegal in the UK? Ooh, anything that isn't six, I suppose. Six and alcohol. Really? You, so you, don't even, you don't even have like legal weed there? Oh, no, no, no. In fact, that was in the news a lot because obviously we have people that, when people suffer with cancer, they've they've seen research that was like CBD oil and all that kind of stuff that has really helped them. And in some some cases, has like really reduced the tumours and stuff. But there's still, you see it every now and again, it pops into the news where it's like, why not just make this stuff legal? You'll see crime maybe drop and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, no, definitely not. Not legal. Because that, that was the thing. Like, I was thinking that is still a fight in the United States, and it's almost to me, it's like I'm someone who's like, why just legalize all of it? And if people and if people want to die, like OD and yeah. stuff, and they want to die, just let them do it. Like, it's don't their life. Like, yeah, don't you have like medical grade shops as well? Or am I just? Uh... Yes, it depends on where you are. Like, right. it depends on what state you're in. I'm lucky that, like, if I wanted a medical card, that it's legal in my state medically. But like, right, it's not everywhere. I only, I only, I only 
kind of know that just because I became obsessed, not obsessed, that's really the wrong word, I became fascinated at one point with that Jeffree Star and noticed that a lot of um, yeah. money that he's got is through putting it into that kind of industry. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Well, he runs his business out of California, where it very much is legal. Oh, right, okay. In terms of, like, medicinally, recreationally, it just is. Yeah. And I can't... Yeah. Cannabis, weed, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I can't stand that. I don't like it in the slightest. I didn't once in my life, and I don't think I'll ever do it again. See, like, I am one of those people where I said, I've been around it. Like, mm. I've hooked up... I'm, I'm a gay guy. I've hooked up with gay people. Like, I've had people do drugs in my apartment. Like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. It's just like... Oh, gotcha. I remember, I remember um, um, it will be an illegal one, but um, they call it a G over it. It's basically um, date, grape kind of thing comes in a liquid form. I remember actually one of the first people that went on a date with, I think he um, was in Grand Canaria. He got yeah. us one of the slush, do you know slush puppies? The, the ice cold, it's like basically crushed ice with flavoring on. Oh, oh, like 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 snow cones is what we call them over here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah we, our version is like slush puppies. Yeah. He had one of them because baking heat over there, and um, he spiked his own his own drink with that with with G, and um, I had an amazing time. <laughs> Absolutely, never do it again because I was passed out. I had to be hospitalized. But yeah, that's these are kind of the. So wait, 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 wait. I'm just, I'm wrapping my mind around that. So he date rape drugged himself? Yeah, so he knew. I didn't because I was naive. And, oh. I was coming in. and it wasn't, oh, okay. yeah, I wasn't fully established in the gay scene yet. I'd only just started working in the bars. So I didn't really have that many gay friends and all that. Yeah. So no one showed me the ropes and stuff, blah, blah. I'm not saying drugs is a gay thing, but like I wasn't fully aware. And this group that we was with all knew what was in the drink. And they right. must have told me that. I was like, yeah, 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 I know that very much, blah, blah, And you're literally on to take, only supposed to take sips of it. Yeah. Well, that was me. I was boiling straight, knocked it back. I was like, I'll just get you another one. Don't worry, I'm too hot. Just drank the whole thing. And I think I had a few, good few minutes of dancing on the dance floor and having an amazing time. And then waking up in hospital with them turning around and saying, basically, you don't drink for the rest of your holiday. It was on like day two. I was like, oh, thanks. Thank you, but that's not going to happen. I'm drinking. <laughs> Left the hospital and went straight to the bars. Very dangerous. So, okay. Well, <laughs> and I don't know why my mind's going to this. Maybe no, no. because I've seen so much. Did anything happen to you? By the by, the guy? Yeah. Oh, just in, um, no, no. Nothing. <laughs> The amount of places that we go, I never actually need anything to get me into one of them states. <laughs> Just like we find the nearest sauna and stuff anyway. Yeah, mm. but it's like, yeah, but even yeah. so, it's like it nearly happened you... once. It's nearly happened before, but that's not through. It's just because I got so drunk that I was passed out on the bed, and thankfully I had my friend with me at the time. We went into a dark room, and um. I was getting myself already on the bed and all that kind of stuff. Friend was going to use the bed next to me. And then um, people was obviously coming in. And my friend had to go off, go off and go and get a drink quickly. And 
while they had gone, I had passed out asleep. And I just remember being woken up to my friend pulling someone off of me. They hadn't done anything, but they were going to. I was like, oh my God, I was asleep. That's fucking weird. But yeah, so I don't get in them kind of drunk states anymore. Because, obviously. Yeah. I'm really bad. Was. That is something where, like, I've only been drunk once in my life. Like, Really? Yeah, and it was, like, it was one of those nights where, like, I almost got a DUI, so it was, like, it's, like, Uh it kind of, like, taught me my lesson. It was, it was a night, okay, because as a performer, there's some nights I would never get drinks, but this is a night where people were just, like, oh, I want to buy you a shot, I want to do this, and all of a sudden it's, like, we do that a lot. It, it got caught up with me, and I'm like, and I thought it was just like normal time. I thought I was just tired. Like, I didn't feel like any sort of way. I just thought I was yeah. tired. Like, I'd been up, I'd been up at that point, I think like 16 hours. So it was like, I just thought I was tired, but it turns Ooh. out I wasn't. Oh, uh, it's, it's like, it's, you ask any British person, and any that would watch this will be like, straight away there's no such thing as a social drinker we say that there's going to be a social drink we're like okay just gonna go out and have like just a few with a friend and then we're gonna come back no you no matter what you do you are coming back home either being carried or something it just doesn't it, it doesn't if you find me a person in the uk that is able to go out and just have two drinks and then go home i, w- I would love to meet them but everyone else when we go when anyone in britain when we go out we go out to blackout well okay done well well that would be okay this leads me to another question so are drinks like cheap in the uk depends where you go really does every obviously prices have gone now because that's the thing like there are places in the united states where it's like I've been in bars where, like, I've spent maybe $8 for two drinks, and it's like... Oh, my God, I wish. <laughs> I wish. But there are also places... would be, like, £7 or something. Yeah. I'd love that. No. But there, but there are places where, like, out in Los Angeles, where it's, like, $15 a drink, and it's like, well, I'm not oh, getting yeah. drunk. I'm not I getting think we're, like, a happy medium between that. Yeah, it's like I'm not getting drunk if I go out in LA. Like I don't have money to spend like on like four drinks, five drinks. No, like if if you go out to the gay scene in Manchester, obviously I can't speak for everywhere in the country because I, I bet London is extortionate. But if you go to like the gay scene in Manchester, you could you could be blacked out drunk on like anywhere up to a hundred hundred pound. And that is reason. This place, there is bars that are really like reasonably cheap. However, yeah. in if you go to the gay village, we call it in Manchester. If you go to the gay village, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> sorry, what went down the wrong hole? If you go to the gay village, it's cheap, <coughs> but the drink quality is shit. It is awful. Whereas if you go to these other places like Dean's Gate and stuff, the drink quality is beautiful. But you are paying like <clears throat> what would be about fifteen dollars 
It's just like, no. I like drink, not that much. Well, I mean, my thing is that it also depends on, like, the bar. Because there have been times where, like, speaking of that place in Orlando that I talk about that I used to perform at, there was a time where I knew the bartender. The bartender charged me one price, and he charged my boyfriend and my best friend a different price. Oh, my gosh. So, like, I don't think we do that. <coughs> I don't think we do that over here. And the worst one that I've well, had is we went into it. Um, well, I um, think it's because they knew me. Like, that was the reason uh, why they, like. It's all fixed here. It's all fixed prices. Unless, you, unless you're working in the bar around, like, Pride time. So, in Manchester, there's a Pride, like, every July, I think it is. And um, I used to work on the Pride days, and we literally just got the drinks for free throughout the whole thing whereas everyone else was paying like in dollars like probably seven dollars per drink so that's yeah. the only kind of other than that no we're really tight on our money well that's the thing that's why when you say like you go to the bar and get like blackout drunk it's like but if you don't want to spend money well okay this is okay maybe i can ask it this way is it like a thing to like kind of like drink before like drink at home before and then like go oh, out yeah. and yeah we can be really good okay. pre-drinkers we'll yeah normally, that's we'll, yeah we'll normally do a lot of pre-drinking but i think it's that i will say majority even if people disagree with me, I, I think the vast majority of british people will have the drinks and then they'll just release the true selves after a few drinks and like oh fuck this i'm staying out and then that is that's it then. You can go out with as much good intentions as you want. But yeah, once you once them first few drinks hit you, you're like, I'm here for good. I'm doing this. And then that is your night then. You're, you're out all night until early hours of the morning most of the time. If I could ever last that long. Oh, it just depends where I end up. See, I've had like a few times where I've been out of the bar late. I'm someone who like goes to the bar like a little bit like it's nighttime, it's, like, dark out, but it's, like, early because, especially, like, when I was performing, I used to have to, like, go home at 12.30 because I had to wake up at 4 to be to work at 6 the next oh, morning, God. so I was, like... Oh, I couldn't do that. That sounds awful. I think the earliest I will go out to start my night out is about 9 p.m. Earliest. I'll go out, start drinking at that time, rock back at home either anywhere from 5 till 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, I used to also, like, when I say I used to go out early, it's because at one point I was performing at two bars in the same night. So I'd do, mm -hmm. like, one set one place, then I had to go so, go to the other place and, like, perform. Yeah. And, like... No, that just sounds like too much stress to me. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Nothing's keeping me up past, like, 11 o'clock if it's not alcohol. <laughs> work done can't be bothered I'm actually I was supposed to be out tonight as well oh my god it's gone past the time yeah. oh crap my bad I wasn't paying attention no it's alright I can uh, spare more time I've got yeah. nothing ready yet anyway and that's why taxis were invented so right <laughs> I don't mind so I mean you're good at... oh I've got like three more questions so you mentioned this before, and I'm just going to ask this question. Are gay clubs as, like, 
I'm going to put it this way. Um, like, you don't have to be, like, heavily dressed in the UK as you do in the US. Like, oh, do you have to be heavily dressed in the US? No, 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 no. no. What I'm oh. saying is, like, I was asking if that was like that in the UK because you were mentioning no, something to me no. before. Yeah, not the gay bars. Um, I'd, I'd, sounds weird. I would really watch what I wear in a straight, uh, yeah, in a straight bar. Understandable. I, yeah, I like to wear quite. Don't know how you. I don't know how you'd say my style because it changes all the time. But like, basically, last time I went out, I had these really long flare trousers on that came kind of came up to near my belly button, and they're like this cream color. And then I had this like emerald green shiny shirt with the buttons open right to the bottom, and it looked really nice. But if I would never have walked into a straight bar wearing that, walked but... into a gay bar, they would have been like, yes. But yeah, no. But, but what then, I'm saying, there is bars where you can go in literally cruise 101 at night. You can go downstairs. You can literally just wear your jock strap and trainers. Yeah, that's how. Like Sorry. you, you could walk into. Well, I'd say depending on the city, you could walk into bars like that in the United States. Like there are yeah. people who literally just like show up in a thong and like yeah, just go in. I'd love that. You also have the bars as well where they go and strip and pole dance and everything in the bars, don't you, as well? Yes, yes. I don't know any place in the UK that actually has a bar dedicated to that. We have bars with poles in it, but never any, like, go-go dancers or anything like that on. And I'm like, wow, we're really missing out there. I don't know if it's a law thing or whatever, but I'd love that. I would like to do that as a job. Yeah, See, that's well, why you need. That's why you need to move to the U.S. There's there are places yeah. to work. Like, I'm definitely gonna do it. I gotta just seems more, more the nightlife seems more fun anyway. There, so yeah, I'm I mean, like, wonder. and the great thing is, depending on where you move, like, there's so many cultures as well. Like, mm, yeah, I think one of in an ideal world, it would be the big setter. But I know for a fact that is going. The prices in New York are just going to be right. That's I world. know. I know. Believe me. Yeah. I would love to move to New York as well. Don't but have the money. <laughs> I'd probably go to like the LA kind of side of thing, or like San Francisco. Oh, in the same place. Before I sound dumb. Well, no, <laughs> LA is kind of LA is kind of expensive too. Like, well, actually, oh. it depends on where you live. Like. Yeah. That's also like there are affordable places in New York City. They're just it's not mm -hmm. Manhattan. Like it's more like Brooklyn or like the Bronx where like Yeah. You'd pay less money and like I wouldn't mind living in those places, but some people Yeah, it's but... like it's like that here as well. And it's it's crazy. Like where I grew up, it's re it's quite cheap. However, at the same time it's not a desirable place to properly live i loved it because i was from there and yeah. to me one of the most beautiful places i've going but people on the outside looking and be like oh no yeah it's crazy yeah well, definitely see, uh, move to america one day yeah i am someone like when i thought about like moving to the uk because obviously i have i feel mm. like a lot of americans have i i said I would love to move to London, but from what you're saying, like London's like super expensive. Like, 
last time I went, yeah, it was it was crazy. I think the thing is as well is that you'll have a massive culture shock. And I could be wrong, but like from what I see online of the Americans' perspective of Britain, it's very nice and polite and like all old agey kind of thing. Everyone says hello to each other in the street, blah, 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 tea and drinkers and crumpet eaters and stuff. And it's just very nice and chilled. And you said it in the last one, didn't you? Yeah. It's the same everywhere. We have them kind of perspective, but... Yeah, I think it would be a massive culture shock for an American person to come to Britain because, like, oh, no, this is not what we expected at all. But it's also like you shouldn't expect that of anywhere. It's like, yeah, if I if I move to like Tokyo, I shouldn't expect that like everyone's gonna be like the stereotypical Asian that we yeah, think of in America. Like you, you just yeah. you should be open. I think I think it is because of that culture with britain i think it is because i'll presume no matter where you are in the world you're always gonna think of those core stereotypical things of britain where it is like the royal family and blah 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 and well that's because most that's because most americans watch like nice polite uk tv like yeah. Like what? Like one of my favorite shows of all time is Abfab. So like, oh my god, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, yeah it's Absolutely. like that shows like how. Well, I know it's a bit ridiculous, but that shows a little bit of how like real life is in the UK. Oh, there's there's, there's loads of like you'll know because it's, it's going to be the same in America. There's loads of different types of ways people live in there. It's just yeah, yeah. It's not um. It's not all oldie-agey, everyone's nice kind of thing. Some people could be quite bitter and evil. But it's still a, such a lovely place to leave. That's one thing that would stall me from going anywhere. It's just how much I love the UK. Yeah. If, if I didn't have any love for it, I'd be out by now. 100% out. But I have to say, like... For America, I have to think of the positive traits of America because all the ones I'm going through are like all the negative traits of America. Let me think of a positive one. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we film. We film all. We film most of the movies. There we go. There's yeah. a positive trait. We film most go. of the movies. <laughs> I love it, but my view, my idea of America, is amazing. It just to me, it's everyone's just more welcoming and relaxed and my view my naive view in my head kind of thing is like i love it but i only ever watch shows in the uk we only get like all the shows like the big bang theory and bleeding all those those kind of shows the comedies and stuff and it's like i love the thought of i love the the thought of america but yeah it'll be the same as what i just said about britain i know i'll get a big culture shock when i get there well, I will say this, like, there are certain areas where, like, I will use, like, the example of New York. Like, yes, mm-hmm. there are nice people in New York, but stereotypically of New York City, it's very much a uh, people are rude. Right. If you look at person the wrong way, like, get the fuck out my way, like, that kind yeah. of, like. So I'll like, be fine there, then, because I only look at the floor while I'm walking. I never yeah. directly at anyone. But it is like to the point of like 
Los Angeles. It's like I before I interviewed people from LA, I had a view of how people from LA were. Yeah. And I interviewed like I've interviewed like three people now. I'm supposed to be doing a fourth Tuesday, fingers crossed. Um but it's like it's like, oh, so there are nice people in LA. Like, yeah, my, yeah, that sounds so obvious, but I yeah. totally understand what you mean. I really do. Because most of the time you think of like egotistical, mm -hmm. rude assholes who like, if you don't have a following online, you just are like yeah, shit. Yeah. And it's like, especially like gay people, like there's some judgmental and it's like, I'd love to even just visit. If you're ever going on like a little vacation over to them, just remind, tell me at some point because I'm going to need uh, like a person to be with while I'm over there. So I'll just come over. I've never been to America in my life. Well, where would you want to go in America? Like Los Angeles? Like? Oh, yeah. I try, I try anywhere, obviously, as long as it's gay friendly. But yeah. Cause, cause my thing is like, I don't know when I want to go to LA this year. Mm -hmm. Like I have no sort of plan, but like, I know I want to. Cause it's like, I now, especially my thing is like, now that I know people, I'd be more yeah. open to going to Los Angeles. I'd be more open to going to New York. Cause I know people in New York as well, but it's like, yeah. that's what it's been like with my Instagram as well. And like I said, cause the, the following is mainly American. When, yeah. Obviously, it will always pop up in a conversation over the messenger where they're like, we're like, where are you from? We're like, well, UK. Oh, damn it, I'm from New York. Oh, damn it, I'm from blah, blah, blah. But yeah. it's like, that in itself, though, is a ton of people that are now getting to know that's in the States. That if one day I was ever there and in that certain place, I can be easily like, eh, I'm in Chicago or whatever. Let's go yeah. out, show me all the bars, show me everything else. I mean, in terms of like, florida where i'm at now i i know places like near mm. me but i've never like been out right it's like like i'm near i'm like an hour or like two hours away from miami like i know places in miami i've been there like yeah. once in like the gay scene but like it's not a place i would go because it's like oh it it's not it's not like a bad thing it's just like I'd have to like plan a time and like stay down there because like the idea of like driving back and forth that same yeah. day is just that's yeah that's like because you've seen how small our island is that's like what it's like with London it can it's like a three hour train journey from where I am so you'd literally be packing an overnight bag and stuff so if you wanted to go out and have a few nights out there and stuff you'd make a little short vacation of it and that's the other thing about the UK. Y'all have trains. Like Yeah, yeah. That I is talk about that the other day. I come you don't have trains. Well, have minimal trains. Well, it's okay. So basically what has happened in America is like so theoretically because they have the technology in Japan, there are people in the United States that would love to have like a bullet train in Right. But Basically, and you know this, it's it's not as bad in the UK, but it's definitely bad in America. Like, corrupt politicians, like, they're mm -hmm. bought off by the airline industry so that they kind of, like, kill anything that 
they have for like initiatives to like build a train. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't the one I saw. I just saw one the other day that was like it was some woman. I'll tell you what it was. It was like a video in, in retaliation. It was like this American guy that was saying, "Oh, at least I'm not British," and then showing stuff about Britain that he absolutely hated. And this woman just re like retaliated to him, saying, uh, "Like with the trains and oh, God, sorry, this sounds like such a boring topic that I've brought up, but it's like um, she's saying like our trains, we can get a train from here to France." and stuff yeah like yeah i don't know i want to go there so bad i really do i'll even come to florida we should have a night out in florida at some point i mean yeah i'd totally be down for that like yeah. i mean my thing is i don't go out much because it's weird like when you live in a city and like you go out a lot, it's like you get used to like being by yourself. Like you can go mm -hmm. by yourself and like go out, but like the idea of going to another city and like visiting and going out by myself seems a little bit daunting. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get that. I still, I'd still do it, but I'd need a lot of pre-drinks before going out because I just, I'd seize up. I wouldn't know how to talk to anyone. Well, actually, like. If you were to come to Florida, I don't know if they have these in L.A., but I know in Florida, I know for a fact there's one, that there is a gay male strip club. Actually, there are two. I'm there. I'll yeah. go. I'll, I'll even get on the stage. I don't mind. Well, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and I, and I know a few, like, entertainers down there. Actually, I, sh I should say, I know of. Yeah. I, I know one burlesque dancer who like works down there but that's because i've interviewed him before so like right oh, i'd love to I'll, I'll get a flight over soon <laughs> i'm sick of going to the same place on holiday anyway i'd love to come and try out america at one point yeah but i would definitely go to one of them clubs i'd probably get kicked out just so you know though because i will get that drunk that i'll try and find my way on the stage <laughs> it's happened before over here really yeah the, we have um we have like in Manchester, the the Asian districts kind of bit of it, and it's so beautiful. It's all, it's all um, decorated. So it, you'll be on a, you'll just be on the normal shopping streets, and you'll go in. It's and then it's Chinatown. It's beautiful. And there yeah. was a strip club there called Long Legs. I went down with a friend because she's lesbian, and she was like, "I just want to try it out." And I'm there, obviously being like, "Ugh!" at the thought of it. Went down, and before you knew it, I was up on this. It was a straight strip club and before you knew it i was on top of the table and then being carried out by the bouncer <laughs> i was like oh damn it i was really feeling myself on that table as well it was brilliant i don't think people appreciated my body at that point though well i don't know maybe some oh, like some maybe some like ago. closet cases probably appreciated your yeah. body like <laughs> Yeah, perhaps it had something to do with the fact that I wasn't a woman, come to think of it. Well, well, no, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about, like, guys who are in the closet who, like, are secretly, like, gay or bi probably yeah. appreciated you very much. I'd probably, I'd probably mess around with probably more closeted straight guys than I have actually done gay guys through my time. Just because there's so many in the UK. You pick a certain really? bad culture. Yeah, it's like, if you actually look gay... If, if someone can point you out as gay straight away and you go to 
a certain bar. Like if I ever went to there's a bar called Weatherspoons over here, it's scattered around everywhere around the UK. You definitely have you'd have there's always like a straight guy that's gonna come over and be like, Oh, start talking to you about being gay. He's like, Oh, I could never do it myself. And then slowly but surely they become a little bit more flirty as night goes on to the point where they're just like grabbing your ass and stuff and you're like, Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's that way. But that's so well because I know the like British stereotype is that most British guys dress gay, so it's like, mm. is is it harder to tell who's gay in the UK? Yeah, I don't know actually. We've all got that like, kind of like built-in gaydar, haven't we? I can only spot them straight away. I don't think it's that hard because this might sound really bad to all the straight people, all the straight guys, anyway. But the gay, like. Gays normally have a kind of fashion trend, and then slowly but surely, like we'll get told by straight people, like straight guys, not all of them, obviously a select few, and um, we'll turn around and be like, "Oh, that just looks too stupid," and blah blah blah. And then slowly but surely, they'll start taking that style as we're moving on to something else. So with ours, it was yeah. like trousers that looked like they've been spray painted onto your legs to that tight. And they're all like, oh my God, that's so gay, blah, blah, blah. And slowly but surely, you then start seeing groups of straight guys going out with tartan trousers on that look like they've been painted onto the legs. And we're like, oh, one, a few months ago, you was turning around towards and saying that was gay. <laughs> now you well, can wait. see everything. Seriously, straight guys are into that? Like, Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. That to me seems like... I don't know. I would think that women would think they were gay if they were wearing something like that. That's. Oh, no. The women normally, you'd find more women in the gay bars, straight women, than anywhere else. Well, yeah, that's the same in the US. That's why, like. I think we're lucky as well, though, that we do also, on like the nightlife kind of scene, we have a lot of. For, like forward thinking straight guys it doesn't happen that much that we get such an ignorant straight guy in our space kind of thing and if if we do we, we do handle it but yeah i think we're very lucky in the uk that we've got quite straight guys over here at the moment kind of just tend to be like yeah you're gay i'm what and just go about their own business and i yeah. love it i love it when it's like that yeah like i've spoken with straight guys before although i will say one thing that i do have to correct a lot is when a straight guy is talking to me about someone who's trans Mm. i had to do it with somebody i was like in training class with like a couple days ago i'm not gonna repeat what he said but i i literally looked at him i'm like you do realize what you just said was transphobic right yeah like this this is the part of our work as well though sorry this is a part of our work though as well is like obviously for a lack of a better term dealing with people like this because obviously like i said before they'll come from these backgrounds where what they're saying they think is completely yeah. acceptable and it's it's mind games in the way of deciphering which ones are saying it innocently they're still being either racist or like transphobic homophobic um, yeah. blah blah list goes on yeah. Um, 
it's kind of deciphering which ones are saying it without thinking of the implications, without thinking that there's going to be any implications, and which ones are saying that to genuinely be hurtful to that other person kind of thing. And it's it's shocking how much nearly all the service users that we get that come in, they have very stereotypical views, like even down to race and stuff, they'll say certain phrases some innocent phrases like which one of you is the not race about being gay some innocent ones like do you know when they say who's the man and who's the woman even though you're two men in a relationship and it can see it with them they're just i can see what they're asking and what they're asking is fine it's the wording that they're using yes and yes yes pointing that out to them isn't it and then slowly but surely when they don't feel like they're being attacked because they're not being attacked by us and you get them into that level space where you can talk about these subjects. After that, they never use that terminology again. In fact, they find it just as offensive as we do. Right. I've had a situation like that before. I. Mm-hmm. It was from, like, a boss, someone who was my boss, and, like, mm-hmm. I kind of accepted it because he was, like, older. Yeah. But it's, like, in terms of I will say this right now. There's certain shit that I just won't accept from like yeah. younger people. Like I'm like, you have no excuse. Like you were raised through all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. if you're somebody who's under the age of like 40, yeah. you shouldn't you should not be using the T word to describe a woman. Like yeah. it's just this is like common sense shit. Like Yeah. And this is it's it's such a minefield, isn't it, as well? Because there is common sense stuff. There is stuff that, and this is what again, what we battle in with work is there is past life experiences that might make someone talk to you in a certain way, be like say certain things, and it's pointing that out. But it's also being realistic at the same time and going, oh, hang on, though, you are at a certain age now where you could have decided to learn on that subject and know that that isn't a right thing to say it's not just about being naive at times it's also like i know that there is things that i shouldn't say as a human being to other human beings and i know these topics that i don't fully understand yet so i won't comment on them like like what's happening in the trans community at the minute and the amount of crap that's going on on like tiktok of they shouldn't be allowed in women's spaces and stuff like that i'm like you are women Also, at the same time, I don't know. I'm not as educated as I personally want to be. So I never comment on it then until I have that full understanding of it. And it's teaching people that as well. It's like, if you don't know the full ins and outs, keep your fucking mouth shut. (laughs) Just end off. But there are certain things where, like, at my old job, I had someone who, like, was like around me and then like all of a sudden they started saying the n-word I'm not, and, and like saying things about black people and I literally mm. looked at him and I'm like get the fuck away from me like yeah. I don't want to hear it it's ridiculous you're yeah. in your you're in your early 20s you should not be talking yeah. like that there's like, no excuse for that yeah kind of hatred going on there there isn't at all and people they don't 
but people surely should not should know not to be using that particular phrase at this point in in the world yeah. at this point in time. But no, obviously, it's, it's, it's like if you're in your 20s and you're going up to somebody and you're calling them a faggot, like you shouldn't. Mm. It's like it's like if you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, I should not have to be telling you yeah. why this you shouldn't Absolutely. be saying this. Because the, the education at the same time is all around us. Like we live yeah. on social media these days. There's so many people that and this is why I said I was scared of actually going on to it talking i know i can just do them videos where i'm showing off my bulge and all that kind of stuff yeah but at one point i'm gonna engage with people and we're gonna get into conversations like this and I've, that's why i've been so scared is because also you're even though me and you will come from the same community yeah our views are still going to be different in ways and i don't want to bring my opinion out and people go, oh my God, that's disgusting. You shouldn't be thinking that way. And I'm like, the individual kind of thing. And that's why if, like you said, if I spot bullshit, like if I spot people using phrases like what that person used at that yeah. age, I will pull that up. Also yeah. at the same time, I will know that I am not a black person. So yeah. I will be there tan, but I will not speak on behalf of like cultural situations like that because I'm not in the know and I don't want yeah. to then put my foot in it and be like, start spewing shit, which I think is helping that culture. And then it actually it turns out just for me to be really an awful load of shite. So I'm there for support, but I will never stick my mouth where it's not needed. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. I will say, you say that this is a time of education Although, this is the one thing I got to say about Florida. They're like, it's something that probably hasn't even gone to the UK. It's the thing that, like, there are states in the US where they're trying to ban books, where they're banning books. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. been seeing, I've, I can't really remember what the name was, but I'm seeing that a lot more as well on yeah. social media stuff of people saying they're bringing back in a certain law in a certain part of America that was yeah. abolished years ago because it was so, because so, it was such a disgusting law, but they're bringing that law back in. I'm like, geez, it sounds like, in the deepest of respects, it sounds like taking stepwards back instead there of- are, There are back. people who are trying to do that. There's That's mm -hmm. why, like, in some ways, you have like Florida overall is like not the greatest state, but you have like, as I was talking about Miami, you have Miami where like it's a little bit more like less conservative. So it's like, right. you don't have as much of that. Yeah. But there are places absolutely like in like one of the States in the South, which technically Florida is part of the South, but Nobody has an accent here, so it's like, all right, especially the area I'm in, it's basically like all a bunch of like older people who are like either from New York, or like older, older Jewish people, like from yeah. New York that moved down here. So it's like a little bit more like ethnically diverse, yes. But there is a state in Florida where they're banning drag queens, like, yeah, and it's and it's all it's crazy, it's like. 
it is ridiculous. Because even yeah, that, that video that was circulating of the drag queens, was it dancing in front of um, children or something? And there was like, there was yeah. doing a massive, and I'm like, that was, it was a certain situation. But the thing is, the way that things are at the moment, the yeah. the kind of laws that should be, and I might be speaking out of context and I might be getting it completely wrong, but the more pressing laws that should be being focused on, they're, they're able, not. yeah, and they're able to turn around and go, oh, but trans and oh, but like black rights and everything instead, and just completely diverge everyone away from like gun violence and stuff like that, and be like, yeah, but focus on this person who has transitioned, and people and... Are, gull are gullible enough to be like, oh, yeah, this is the problem. It's like, no, <laughs> it's like. And... And okay, this is the part where I have to speak as an American. Mm. It's not all of us. Like, no, definitely not. Yeah. It's Absolutely. definitely like a minority. And like, yeah. As I said on this podcast, like a couple of days ago when I was interviewing somebody, like, I am very much afraid that, and so, and I've talked to people and they say it's too early to tell. I'm afraid Donald Trump's going to get reelected, like, mm. and just put us. Whatever he didn't get done in his first four years, he's going to try yeah. and get done in his next four years. And it's like, yeah. and it's because, like, again, trying not to get too political, but like, yeah. for liberals, they give us such shit choices in America that where it's like, that's why, in some ways, like, I don't know, is like having a third party system better? Like, Having a three-party system better. I was going to say my 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 understanding of politics in any kind of sense has been so limited, just because it's it feels so corrupt here as well. Like, I'm, my knowledge of it is completely I'm elsewhere. Just because over here it's like what's what's the same for it? It's like that better the devil you know or whatever. No one, no one is actually doing anything for our country over here. If anything, it's just getting worse. The amount of riots that we're having, or strikes, even. <laughs> it's just like that's so sad. Yeah, it's just it's it's getting worse and worse, and then covered up by something just the same as what's happening there. Yeah. They'll di they div diverged the concentration of well, the topic of what they're fucking doing wrong and they'll be like yeah but look at this completely unrelated topic instead and this but, is why i have i have such a hard time keeping up with politics i just don't understand a thing about it because of that but i will say this and like i think i have this right at least you forced out boris johnson when he like mm -hmm. was taking money like at least that happened like but it's still, it's still happening now, though. Yeah, I know it's still happening, yeah. but it's like, but it's, oh, like, but it's, like, but at least you force somebody out in the United yeah. States. That would never happen. You have, and he only took like five hundred thousand dollars. In mm -hmm. the United States, you have people who take millions. Yeah, yeah. Over here at the moment, what what I'm grasping the sense is that they are literally just putting money, even more money, into the pockets of people who are already doing so well off. Whereas yeah. you've got literally strikes from health service, like health services, because they can't afford to get through 
and they're still doing all the demanding hours under the sun. I'm like, I do not know how they're coping. Even in my company, we physically can't take strikes, but I know for a fact that if we was able to do it, like we'd be we wouldn't be in our job at the minute. We'd be marched up and down the street. You can't? No, because, I mean, technically, you could. Um, you can do it in any job, really, can't you? But the thing is, because we look after service users who really rely on us, like we're basically their parents, in a sense. It, we could leave and go on strike over money and everything. However, if we did that, we would literally just be abusing the people that we have because they're our sole responsibility. Oh, okay. Because... So, yeah, my first thought of it was like, at least what I know about the UK, unions are much stronger there mm -hmm. than they are in the United States. Like, yeah. unions are like, if you're lucky to get in a union job in the United States, you are very fortunate because there are so many jobs where like, for example, like in Florida, like I work. Like you have union protections. Like I could walk yeah. into work one day and I could just get fired and they could give me no reason. Oh they yeah, just look... yeah. You don't. Yeah, it's really we've at, we've got people in our workplace that we want to get fired and they're just like yeah. we can't do it. It's yeah, because it's because it's it. union. Yeah, but I I would I would like that so much more because it's like, especially at my last job, if I had had a union, they wouldn't have been able to take advantage of me in the way that they mm -hmm. did. Because yeah. there was a way, like, and bosses there would probably argue it right now. I got injured on the job, and they didn't, like, they basically, like, I had a boss where I was, like, limping out of work. They let me walk out without, like, writing a report or anything. Jeez, so, like, so, like, and that eventually led to, like, me having more and more problems with my feet. So then, like, Eventually, I had to leave. Fired, eh? People in head office would be fired. The, the jobs would be gone for doing that too. Eh? Yeah. Wow. That's what I'm saying. That's why that is like the thing of if I ever were to like leave a job and like the only thing I would do is like go in to like become a union rep and like mm -hmm. take all the actions that yeah. you could. I have to want to get into something completely different now. Something that doesn't involve me having a manager. I'm sick to death of having managers now. Well, okay. I say that as like if I were just staying in the workforce. My ultimate yeah, my yeah. ultimate job my ultimate job would want to be doing this. Like yeah, getting absolutely. to interview interview people because like get a full show up and going. Yeah, like I don't see that as being an impossible thing for you though, because when I look on so since like we first met on on um Instagram everything. Yeah. When I'm looking at the like the caliber of people that you're interviewing, they're all really big people, in my eyes anyway. When I'm looking on the profiles, I'm like, oh my God. Like, why the hell are you it, interviewing me compared to these people that I've got? Well, it's so, because like I'm interviewing whoever I want whoever mm -hmm. I want to interview. Like but there's a point to where like I'm still trying. Like I'm the I am like the person where like until you tell me no, I'm not mm. going to stop bugging you. Yeah. So, like, either tell me no or just give in to me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me a shot. Like, and keep on with that because clearly yeah. it's going amazing. Like, I've even since done it. I've been watching 
loads of little bits now like i've watched um i can't remember the full names off by now but i've watched like the prince one i've watched phoenix and yeah been yeah going yeah. through them i absolutely love it and just the way that you connect with us as well yeah. when we're in it it's because i'm normally a very 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 nervous person i won't go out and do something just on a whim it has to be really planned before and even like going yeah. out somewhere with someone but like whenever this is obviously the second time now i've sat down with you yeah. and i'm just like having a having a laugh i mean i should have been out 55 minutes ago <laughs> I'm <Yeah. still> <laughs> so i, I mean it. like but i like i like people who like to talk like mm-hmm. you're talking about phoenix and prince joshua like with phoenix i literally like when i approached him the second time i'm like listen I, I tell most people an hour. I'm like, I'm offering you two hours because I know yeah. you're because uh, I basically I like didn't say it like this. So it's like, I know you're not gonna be able to shut the fuck up. So like, yeah. it's like, I'm literally <laughs> really? gonna like, <laughs> I, I keep getting worried that I'm like interrupting you all the time. But no, 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 no. In, in, my, no, in I, my job, I'm talking for 15 hours before I go to bed. And it's just not yeah. talking. So you'll get your materials well, worth out of me. Well, this is fine. Like, if I told you, like, I didn't want to, like, keep going, I'd stop the interview. But, like, yeah. I, as I said, I still have... What? I, I have two more questions now. All right. <laughs> Who knows? Well, we'll keep going. I was going to say, yeah, let's do Because I'm over an hour late now. Okay, so... I'm not, I'm, I'm not bothered, but... Yeah. So... Okay, I'm going to rephrase the way I asked this question. Did you have any gay role models growing up no um because we was just so kind of closed off from it in in where i grew up there was there was really no one gay you had the odd few people on tv but the family my family were very much like bless them because they knew that i wasn't well because they didn't know that i was gay at the time It'd be this very stereotypical way of seeing, like the likes of maybe Alan Carr on TV. Yeah, and they'd say the odd few derogatory words here and there, which probably made me stall coming out. I could have come out a lot sooner, but because I was around that, it took a little bit longer. But there was no one that I can think of that I actually saw on TV and was like, oh, "Wow, they're like me." In any yeah. way, just kind of went through the motion. I mean, I get that you, well, obviously you were doing stuff younger and you might have said this last time. I just can't remember. So how old were you when you came out? Um, It was roughly about 16. I knew by, I knew very early on, knew when I was like seven. Yeah. Um, And then about 16, I just ended up getting really, really drunk one night and drunk calling my mum. But I had all of the passion by that point. Like no one could touch me. I just rang up. It was really embarrassing. I got on the phone. I was like, "I'm, I'm drunk. I'm also, um, no, I didn't say I'm drunk. I said I'm angry. I'm gay, and I'm with a guy with only one testicle, and you can't do nothing about it." <laughs> I remember. I remember okay. you telling me that. I remember you telling me that. I just didn't remember yeah. if I asked you how old you were. Yeah, I was yeah. 18. I was 18, and I didn't even like. Well, okay. When I fully came out as gay, I was 19. I came out as bi when I was 18 because mm. of the yeah. religious. That's a very normal one as well, though, isn't it? Is the yeah. kind of bi transition before actually, like to kind of 
if it makes sense, if I'm right in saying this, like soften the blow, almost. It was well for me. It wasn't that. It was just like it was the religious aspect of like mm-hmm. I was like very involved in the church and like even me coming out as bi was seen as like a bad thing. Oh yeah, bad yeah. Yeah, we, so we have like, a lot of guys that would kind of say and buy. Not obviously not same as you. You kind of say yeah. and buy first, test the waters, and then when you see that people are okay and comfortable around them, that oh, actually I'm gay. <laughs> it's like no, that that wasn't me. Like yeah, it was also like in some ways a self-relying like aspect where it's like. I was saying I was bi, and then all of a sudden it's like, but you're only staring at guys' asses. So, like, maybe there's something you're not, like, clicking all the way with. Yeah. Mm. Don't think I've ever. No. I've just known very, very (laughs) straight early on. I know how I knew. It was because I was, um... Did I tell you how I knew that I was gay? You did not tell me that. Well, I've always had, I always was having the feelings anyway. I tried having girlfriends, obviously, in primary school and stuff. Obviously, it was never going to work anyway. It's primary school. And um, my auntie was the first one. My auntie lived next door to me. And she was the first one in the street to actually get a PC. And it was like this big, massive, oh, my God, she's so amazing. It was one of them fucking box ones, them awful ones. And whenever she went out shopping with my mum, I'd, have a house to myself so she had access to the internet and be constantly straight away constantly looking trying to find a picture or something and uh, i remember finding a cowboy one once you had a list you couldn't see the pictures before and because it was all jpegs so you had a list and i had to really think through the list of which one i wanted to pick and i landed on cowboy and you clicked on it it's like a scene out of Mission Impossible. I had sweat beads rolling down my head because the picture was taking so long to actually appear on the screen. It was coming down bit right. by bit, bit. You just saw this massive knob on it. I was like, that's it. Printed it and took it into my house. It's because I saw my auntie had a guy in the house doing works and I instantly just felt a certain way towards him. Then anything I'd felt before, it was like, you know, like the heartbeat and everything. I was like, Whoa. I remember yeah. sitting with this bloody picture that I printed of the cowboy and bless me at that age I remember sitting there going um, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a word, I didn't know it was gay at that point, I just felt that it was wrong, I was like I shouldn't be feeling this way about men and stuff and I'd convinced myself like it's kind of therapeutic like thera- being a therapist for myself, like convinced myself that I'd look at this picture of this cowboy with this massive knob out just once more, and then I'd rip it up into thousands of pieces. And once I'd ripped it up, that's it, the the gay would be gone. And of course, I ripped it up into a thousand pieces. I'm like, shit, why did I rip that one up? I want to see it again now. But yeah, yeah I just remember really, really on early on thinking, this isn't normal. So I used to go to church as well. Yeah. It's like, this, this is wrong, whatever's going on here. Now it's the the best asset of my life now. Right. That's why I say, like, just, like, the, uh, the, like, some, I know some people have, like, straight remorse, and they're like, if I were straight, I'd be like, fuck that. Yeah, like, yeah, whoa. That. Yeah, no, yeah. no. That's what I try and say to straight people as well and like the service users because it's another one. Do you know, like I said about who's the man and who's the woman? The other common one common one is like the um 
so when did you choose to be gay and i'm like uh, <laughs> like <laughs> every time and i'm like i know it's you some people they do say it in a very disrespectful way i know some other people will say it because they just clearly don't understand how sh shit they sound when they say it and they're asking a genuine question but i'm like there was a point in my life where i turned around and gone my god i wish i was straight why can i not be straight when i felt threatened and unsafe in yeah. myself as soon as i came out of that i'm like why the fuck would i want to be straight and that's yeah. what i tried to say so i'm like do you honestly think i chose to live through this that that portion of hell that i had you you think i wanted to choose that because that is laughable see it, see in some ways especially now like i'm very flippant if somebody asked me so like when did you choose to be gay? When I put a fucking dick in my mouth. Yeah. That's what I decided to be gay. Equally, I like that response. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I chose to be gay. <laughs> when I sucked a dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, I love them questions. And there's so much more. Do you know, like, the ones where it's like, wow. Um, even, like, the ones where it's... I mean, I don't mind gays, but as long as you just don't try it on with me, and they're always... The but ugliest fucking person you've ever seen. Yeah. Whereas the ones that are actually quite decent looking are always like, yeah, you gay. And it's the one that looks looks like they've yeah. not had a shower in weeks. It's like the craziest thing was <laughs> I had this straight guy who like <laughs> again talking about somebody I'm training in classes with, like He's a straight guy, so, like, they don't, like, in general... Uh, okay, I'm sorry to stereotype all the straight people out there. I really don't, I really don't fucking give a shit, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Such a bitch. Um, but anyway, it's like, he was like, so how does... How does my hair look today? I'm like, it looks the same as it does. He does... It does every fucking day. It looks like a yeah. fucking mop mess on your head. Like... What am I supposed to be seeing? Like, supposed to see them little bits of hairs just move. Yeah, place. and it's like, <coughs> and it's like I already told you you're not my type. Why the fuck are you talking to me like this? Like, <laughs> oh god, Jack, yeah, I've I've seen that before in um, straight people where they've said something along they've said something along the lines of like, oh, just just don't come on to me or whatever. And you're like, it's all right because you are nowhere near my type, so you don't yeah. have to be worried about. And they're like. What? What? What do you mean? I'm not your type. I'm a man, though, and uh, I should be your type because I'm a man. I'm like, no, this is. Well, that's when more. you. That's that's when you turn around and you're like, so you love every fucking woman in the world? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you think they actually think that though? Do you? Some, not all, obviously. Do you think there is straight guys out there that actually think we're just? Well, it's a man. That's the whole point of being gay. You're just going to be attracted to every single man, no matter. Yes. Who they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. Like, I absolutely think. I think it's fucking stupid, but yeah. I, I think that that's absolutely a thing. Yes, of course. Like, Jesus. Poor people. <laughs> and it's like, I may not have. Oh, fuck. Shit.
Oh no. Oh boy. Bear with me a moment. Who's ever watching? I'm trying to get Mr. Pops back on. I'll give him a few more minutes, and if not, I'll end the interview.
All right. I'm going to give him a few more minutes or like two more minutes to see if I can get him back. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, sorry to end the interview abruptly like this. For those of you who are eventually going to listen to this on audio, I lost Mr. Pops and I'm unable to get back in touch with him. So with that being said, this has been Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you've enjoyed. <laughs>